Hello, everybody, and welcome to We Are Doomed, a Sakura Rangers podcast, where we focus on conventions, cosplay, and nerddom in general. Who are we? Well, I'm Robert. I'm the Red Ranger. I'm Tyler. I'm the Black Ranger. And I'm McKenna. I'm the White Ranger. Yes, our new White Ranger. And joining us in our fourth chair today is... Oh, let's get him on here. He's a, he's a slow guy today. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, boy, we're uh, we're only forty five minutes behind schedule here. Oh. Yeah. We decided to go out for food. The guy, our guests, decided to go out for food and not come to our podcast on time. What? What is the this? Heck, I don't I don't understand yeah. it. Yeah, so we're just I guess we're waiting. Oh wait, uh, oh he oh he might he might answer now. He might answer. Hmm. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe. Maybe. Bueller. Bueller. Bueller, Bueller. Oh wait, is it? Is this our fourth guest has arrived? Here, here's our fourth chair. Our guest. Oh, right hey, now. hey. Okay, uh, I guess um, now we go into the guest intro, don't we? Uh, so yes, yes. Did I really miss the intro? Oh. God damn it! <laughs> so, guest, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Cole. Mm-hmm. Someone else stole my chair. Yep, that's right. That's right. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Your first cosplay, first convention. Uh, oh, I'm not. No, no. <laughs> I'm not doing this shit. I, I can so I forgot it. that we moved the day back. Oh my god! You break the illusion. You break the illusion. I'm, I want to uh, break the illusion. I've had a lot of crap going on today, so I don't need to deal with anymore. <laughs> his first cosplay was Sanji, by the way. The yes, first it was. Convention actually. was uh, Sakura Con. Uh, how how he got into cosplay was uh, internet. Uh, internet saw <laughs> other people doing it, thought this was cool. Uh, yeah, preferred much. cosplay style um, groups. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there we go, done. Yep. All right, fantastic. Uh, all right, McKenna, do you want to tell us about the upcoming conventions? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you got this. You know how to do this. Yep. yep. She's, she's uh, got this. She's got this. I I I can figure this out. Yep, yep, yep. Don't fuck up the states. <laughs> I, unlike Actually, you, uh, unlike you other White Rangers, I'm pretty well versed in states. <laughs> I think you should just to, just to really get into the uh, role of it. Role of it. You're sitting Uh-oh. in that chair. You have to fuck up at least once. <laughs> okay. Hey, what is it? Well, look, look, now my question is, what weekend is it? <laughs> <laughs> it I don't know, is Cole the weekend. Know the time either. <laughs> Actually, I. <laughs> it is the weekend of the 6th to the 8th. 6th through the 8th, yes. So there are six, uh, for the 6th, uh, anime conventions. Ooh. One of which was not canceled, but postponed, um, which was Anna Blaze in Atlanta, Georgia. Then there's. Huh? Or 20 Blaze it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, month late. Anime Fan Fest in Somerset, New Jersey. Anna Minneapolis. That's a mouthful. In Minneapolis. <laughs> Minneapolis. Uh, Sabaku Con in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Well, that's what that word says. Yes. Tsururu <laughs> uh, Con in Red Deer, Alberta. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Iber Anime LX in. Li- I'm going to say Lisbon. Lisboa. 
Lisboa, eh, Portugal. Um, oh, didn't know that was coming up. Okay. And then for Comic Cons. There's only a handful as well. Um, Frolicon, also in Atlanta. That one starts on Thursday. Yep. Uh, uh, Conatron in Somerset, Kentucky. Hudson Valley Comic Con in Poughkeepsie, New York. And that's it for Comic Cons. Hmm. Yeah. So not a whole lot. Okay. Yeah, a that's... fair number. Yeah. Yeah. That's a nice. So. You have to finish it right. Come on. Is it, if you're going to any of those, obey the con rules, the ten rules yeah. of con. Have fun and don't have break fun. The 10 and rules yeah. Of con. Yeah. Yep. Oh, well, yeah. She's she's a natural. She knows what you're doing. I would, I would yeah. not get that far. Yeah. No. Bravo. Bravo. Well done. Well <laughs> done. This this new White Ranger is really working out for us. Uh, all right. All right. So moving on to the evening subject. Uh, been a couple of videos floating around Facebook recently going and talking about uh, convention roommate uh, stories, who to go and avoid and whatnot. And we thought we'd go and put in our two cents as well, both what to go and look for in a good convention roommate, as well as what to avoid in a convention roommate. So who wants to start off? Who's got a suggestion for all the folks at home? Uh, so many people stories. who shower. <laughs> that is yes. definitely one rule number five. <laughs> uh, people who do not turn the thermostat up to eighty-five degrees in the hotel room. Oh, you've had those too. Ugh. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. There's always a bed situation. That's that's yes. something to figure out. Yeah. Yep. Uh, don't don't room with your exes. Ooh, oh, that's very always a very one. good one. Yeah. Don't Ooh. room with people who are deadly sick. Mm-hmm. Well, so, Robert? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rules of con. Yep. <laughs> yeah, no, that uh, that covers a couple of pieces of the uh, the rules of con, especially rule number 10. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, oh, God damn it, Keith. Anyway. Th- those who think room stuffing is a good idea. Oh. Remind, remind the pe- uh, for people who don't quite get that, what is that? Well, room stuffing is where you attempt to fit as many people as you can into a hotel room, which Every is square illegal, space, right? mind yeah. you. Generally, you're allowed uh, two people per bed per room. So if it's a single bed, so like a single queen, you're allowed two adults. And if it's a double bed or double queens, then it's four adults. It's not illegal to have as many kids as you can fit in a room. It's still horrible because then you have to schedule every five minute showers and shit like that. And your stuff gets confused with other people's and it's really Robert, bad news. Robert, we break this players. rule. I just realized. Well, no, cause not it's exactly. like a it's, sweet. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's different. Yeah, yeah. no, that, that that's limited by occupancy rules, which yeah. in the case of the place that we stay at, the room can accommodate as many as nine people for fire code. The hotel yeah. just would rather we keep it to five or under. So, mm. yeah. So and we like, don't I mean, do that there, anymore. There are some exceptions, yeah. like if you have a friend who, for whatever reason, can't get back to their hotel for oh, one yeah. night. Yeah, con refugees, they happen. Yeah. We've all experienced that. Yeah. We had, uh, and, like, yeah. I've had times where 
over like over the course of the whole weekend i've had like seven or eight roommates but at one time in the room there's only four because mm. like some will stay two nights and some will stay the other two nights and over say four or five nights if it's a longer convention then well i only need it this night as a so sometimes it gets a little confusing like that but at the same time we only have four people max sleeping in that room right mm-hmm. so you don't have to fight for a shower or if you're a cosplayer that explodes out of your suitcase where you i guess we get lucky everything. then that none of us are really like that so yeah, yeah, no, we're we're good with that, and I've kind of learned my lesson because when it comes to the con stuffing situation, there's two problems with that. The first <laughs> one going and being somebody's going to get stepped on, or somebody's oh, yeah. always going to be in the bathroom when somebody else needs it, or sometimes three many people need it. When when, when you're sleeping on the far side of the room, and there's four people, like two people a, a, a piece sleeping at the foot of the beds. And you have to pick that six-inch gap between them as you make your way to the bathroom. So you don't step on a limb. Yeah, I've, I've stepped, stepped on people, have been stepped on back when I was young and stupid and a college student. So poor. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds we, like a good idea. I think most cosplayers do it. are poor. <laughs> this is yeah. Not, yeah. We spent yeah. the money on the costume and getting to the convention. You know, we, yeah, we kind of we found a nice balance with like, uh, was it three people per bed? Mm-hmm. Yeah, depending yeah. on the bed, approximately. Yeah, <laughs> not so well in full size. Okay, in queen and bigger. Yeah, uh, yeah. better in uh, king. We yeah, yeah. We that's a, that's, yeah. Queen, that's bigger, the bigger than the a bed. Queen the better. Full. Yeah, <laughs> queen and bigger <laughs> full. So uh, three yeah, small that's... people can share a queen size bed. Or three very comfortable men can go and do that. Isn't that right, boys? <laughs> yeah, I just sleep with Dane. <laughs> <laughs> like Dane although, sleeps although, the floor, Dane, so. uh, although Tyler, we did when we were staying at the Hyatt. The very last night, we we're like we let John come, not sleep in the bathtub. <laughs> oh yeah. Hold on. Yeah. on. Did you guys have John in when, the bed when, with when, you? When, uh... I left, and I'm the least broken of everyone in the room, so I get voted to be the one who sleeps under the desk. No, uh, uh, John volunteered to take the bathtub. Yeah, well, like I've had conventions every where it's night, like, though, he everyone had more bathtub. serious problems than me. Yeah. So that was like three years ago. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That was that was his thing. He wanted to sleep in the bathtub because we had a nice bathroom. That was we a did. nice bathroom. It was yeah. big. And it had like a mirror on one entire wall, and oh, I sat down and I pooped, and I could like just see myself. <laughs> I was like, "This is what I look like pooping." <laughs> like, I've never, I've never seen myself pooping. I feel like a dancer, except my dance is poop. And you can the actually see from all angles because it was a full length mirror. God, the porcelain that, ballet. That that room was so nice too. Like. Yes, the Hyatt. Oh yeah, you guys actually came and saw it. I remember now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, we like I've we, never stayed there, but for Emerald City, some a uh, part of one of my cosplay groups was staying there, and so we went to their hotel room. And yes, their bathrooms are gorgeous. Not the most beautiful bathrooms I've seen in a hotel. We there, there is one that I was ready to move in, um, <laughs> and marry the bathroom. Yes. Yeah. No, that... if, if needed, though, if we had enough blankets, we could probably have someone sleep in the tub and on the floor in yeah. the bathroom. Because who's oh, that? Yeah. Big? 
Yeah. Yeah. No, that, they're, that they're place spacious. is so gorgeous. Yeah. But yes, we were... not a good idea for those who yeah. are listening. Don't room stuff. Yes, because there's another problem with that as well. This being the point number two to this. Uh, have you ever seen what happens when you have a room stuffed with 13 people and hotel security gets called? Oh, yeah. See, I've never had eviction on us, but I've had yeah. 11 people in a hotel room. Ugh. Yeah, I had a situation where a friend of mine, who is no longer a friend with very good reason, uh, ended up booking one of the smallest rooms at the Sheraton. So it didn't even have, I think it was a full-size bed that was in there. And mm-hmm. they packed every square foot of that place with cosplay crap and people. I mean, that those are not large rooms by any stretch of the imagination. And they had 13 people in there. And I get a call at 1 o'clock in the morning. Rob, uh, we got a problem with our hotel room. Uh, They're kicking out everybody that wasn't registered to it, uh, which was only two of us. Uh, Is there any chance that uh, we can send some extra people over to crash at your place? And I'm thinking, okay, one or two people, I can live Mm -hmm. with it. We had some canceled people that year. It was like, okay, I've got some extra room in in here, and I, I can make that work. I can make that work. This is my room number. Send them over. And then three people show up. It's like, okay, a bit more than I was expecting, but uh, I can make this work. It's like, okay. And then another knock on the door a couple of minutes later. What? Yeah. And three more people go and come in, and I see two more coming down the hallway. It's like, whoa, 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 how many people it was, are in this? It, it was the Hobbit, the, the dwarf rave from Hobbit at your hotel room. Yeah. Every five minutes, there's another pair of yeah. Hobbits and knocking you at your door. Up. Oh god, they they and they were all short too, so it kind of <laughs> felt that way. It's just like, oh my god, <laughs> this is a Tolkien novel in the making. Um, and obviously, was I was you. not going to have that many people in the room because if they got kicked out of that <sighs> one, they were probably going to get kicked out of mine as well because we were in the same hotel apparently. Mm-hmm. So I ended up spending the next hour trying to go and find places to break everybody up and get everybody situated in a room. So we only had an extra two people in it by the end of the night, but succeeded it was it was like three o'clock in the morning by the time everything had settled down and i heard exactly what went down it's like you've got to be shitting me that's what she did yeah that is what she did (laughs) and the reason why they got caught even worse let me guess they were all being loud yep yep that which brings me to another point that find people who convention in the same style that you convention so Mm. If you're a partier, then go ahead. Yeah, room with other partiers. But if you're one of those who actually likes to sleep at night and what have you, find people who... You you don't want to be stuck with four roommates who are going to be partying all night, up, loudish, drinking, doing whatever. Yeah, find people who fit your own style. So... Like if if Hold you're a, a quiet, actually enjoy it. Yeah. So cosplayers generally room with cosplayers because we know how each other works and we help each other into costumes and what have you. Um, and then if you don't want to part, like personally, I'm not a partier. I've mm-hmm. I, I did that long time ago when I was young and dumb. Um. So now I I, I, I am darn kids get out of my convention. <laughs> uh, that's a uh, Weird Al song. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and 
So, like, I find people who are more mellow about their convention and just want to chill out and have a nice vacation, right? Whether it's Mm -hmm. a convention I'm working or a convention I'm just attending. See, that's part of the reason why I room with the guys that I do now, because nobody's really wild in my group. Like, I used to room with different people, and it was pretty well a... It was a comedy cavalcade every year. I, I didn't figure out that lesson of do it with people that convention the way that you do for a long time and i'll fully admit i love the yellow ranger he's a great dude he is a ton of fun to be around i cannot room with the guy he is just too damn intense for me <laughs> just being or, around or, him or I, I lose energy. oh god he doesn't Blue. sleep for two <laughs> three weeks leading up to convention and does not sleep during convention wait why have we not paired the two of them together <laughs> Because oh well, close. well, they don't really need a room. Yeah, they no, need a that... storehouse. I... Yeah, they need a place to put stuff, shower occasionally. <laughs> but here's the thing: Beta Blue lives up the freaking street, up the hill from the convention center. Yeah. So that makes so at easy. least for Seattle conventions, he's there. Yeah. yeah. And like for Portland ones that I've gone to him, gone to with him. He'll actually do Airbnb as opposed to a hotel, because then you get all the conveniences of home, right? Generally yeah. speaking. Mm. Oh, and he books some How nice places, too. and it's generally cheaper, and they're nicer, and yeah. How he survives it, I don't understand. Like, <laughs> like sometimes I want to beat him over the head with that in like one of those anime mallets just to make him go to sleep. <laughs> well, he, he's one of those type of people that energy around him just fuels him he's the total extrovert so if there's energy he's going beating on it yeah but i mean once things get mellow he can mellow oh totally because after kamorigan last year he and uh michi and i well we stayed the extra night because that's what we do um and then like we went out to dinner in portland and we then the next morning we went to smith tea and then we drove back north. It was so like he mm. he knows how to energy how people energy, and that's normally that's though him. the only way he people energy like he con- cools down though is at the end of the con, and yeah. he's been forced to go to bed. <laughs> forced <laughs> like, to sleep. At, yes. Like after Sakura Con, like Saturday night, I remember. Well, I, I, I should also talking... mention that Kumo was a four day convention. So yeah. I remember I was long. talking with his girlfriend and he was, or no, his fiance, sorry. Fiance, yeah. And he was like, yeah, he didn't sleep for like two days before the convention. And he, I think he's had maybe four, I think a total of eight out, four hours of sleep this entire weekend. Or something yeah. like that, or eight hours, or I think it had like six hours or something like that. But he's like, I'm, I was like, make him go to bed. He's like, I try. <laughs> but yeah, he's a lot of energy. Yeah. Uh, boy, I yeah. I don't know if I can go and ask my favorite Sasquatch is this question. So I, I got to pose this to McKenna here. <laughs> hey, just ask us. Okay. <laughs> okay, I just want to go and ask. What has been your worst roommate experience at a convention? Oh, God. Um, I don't think we've ever had it because the only people I, that we've ever been rooms with was each other. Yeah, exactly. And John. And we're not a problem. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you guys. Because, well, I mean, I've had really good people. I've had poor decisions that 
if Tyler, I was staying an hour away from the convention, which meant two hours of sleep lost every night. Um, but I think, like, my worst as like it depends because there's like because I've had hotel rooms of people that I just like I met over the convention forums that I'm rooming with mm-hmm. and which turned out fine but I do not recommend that method of finding <laughs> roommates um, I actually I actually do have a uh, bad roommate story actually and then, like I've also had well, the room stuffing, 12 people in a hotel room. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, which, like, there was other drama. Because when you get that many people in a small space, there's going to be drama, no matter what. Even if you're drama-free people, because inevitably, people who say they hate drama are the ones that cause drama. Oh, totally. Um, And, like, I've also had the... I've roomed with... A uh, an ex who I had woken, uh, broken up with, maybe a month before convention. Mm. And I've also roomed with a guy I was only dating in order to get a free room for convention. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, God, wait, hold on. <laughs> this I've learned something new about like, you. This like, White Ranger is very interesting. Well, like, I, I because it was a long distance relationship, so I wasn't. Like, and like, oh, I've got Sakurika. I'm going to wait until after so I don't have to <laughs> pay for give a up hotel the room. room. Oh, and give up the hotel room, yeah. Yeah. Sneaky. Yeah. <laughs> and then I've had the hotel rooms or places where, that are so far away that it's not viable to go back and forth. So once you end up being back at the hotel room, you're done for the day, which... Mm can work for some people, but if you're paying so much to go to a convention, you want to mm-hmm. be able to Do as enjoy as the rest of the convention, right? I mean, all of the convention, right? Yeah. But anyway, I actually do have um, a bad roommate story, actually, but it's not at, it's not at an anime convention, and it's not with Tyler. Yeah, that's right, because you're the bad roommate. What? What? I have bad hotel, or like apartment roommate stories, but that's a it's different kettle of fish. But yeah, but yeah, I'll t- I'll, I'll talk about this one because um, several years ago I went. I think it was the 2013 VidCon in uh, Anaheim. Mm. Oh, you roommate people? An- yes. Um, the second time around, I decided to. Because I had a the year before I had got a room all to myself, and somehow got a room with two double beds anyway. Um, but I just I would screw it whatever, and and I just slept up and I was there. I had the whole room to myself. But the next year I decided I was like, yeah, I'm gonna make see if I can if I can help some people out. So I put my own room. I put a, my room up on a group that I'm part of called the Lone Wolves. Um, for VidCon, which is was for a group for uh, people that go to the con alone, and so they had people to talk to while they were at con. And I put my room up there, and I ended up getting three people to room with me. Now, two of them were okay. Um, they showed up when they were supposed to, or when they said they would, and paid me the money and and pay, uh, put the money on their on the account for, and that way I didn't have to worry about anything. Now, the third guy, 
or and also I'd also because a friend of mine had an emergency needed got to con a day early and needed a room for in for a single night while nobody else was using the room I let him spend the night as well the night before everybody else showed up but and that was and all three of those guys were awesome but the fourth guy he had said that he was staying at the sh- staying with me but he had also set up to stay in another room Mm. So, so, or something, and he hadn't told me, or so, or he got confused that I was staying in one in the same room that he was, but I wasn't the one in charge of the room, even though I was trying to organize the mount for the room. Mm-hmm. So I was like trying to figure all this out, and I finally get to. And I could barely get a hold of him because I because uh, we were tra- we were talking through Facebook, and finally I get a hold of the guy and I end up talking and he'd already given his money to stay in the other room, and gotten the room already paid for with because the, the woman the the girl that was taking care of it, and so I ended up talking with her trying to figure out what the hell happened, and I ended up being put I ended up having to pay for the pay for the 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 pace that the space that the guy was going to take up mm-hmm. so that was more of a dick move on his part and i never talked to him again after that point i was just like whatever i didn't know you beforehand i definitely don't know you anymore so but yeah that's just the thing of, ta- of when you're talking with people that you ki- you don't really know so mm. yeah yeah but yeah that was yeah. just mainly it it's like getting uh, getting roommates off of Kijiji or something. Yeah, or Craigslist. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Yeah. Uh, anybody? A, I, yeah. I don't I, really. I don't really have any like roommate stories or anything like that. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, because you're you nine times out of ten you've roomed either with me or some of our classmates from school. I guess. And then I, I guess unless you have Lions Band bad Lions Band stories. No, I don't cuz like when you're when I was in marching band, we didn't really have rooms. We slept in a gym with like our sleeping bags and everything. Oh, for you guys. Ah, you're you're, <laughs> you're teenagers, you can do it. We either oh. slept on the bus or if it was long enough of a trip, we had a hotel. So, when I was in marching band. Oh no, our marching band. Was part, we picked friends in our how many states would you go across <laughs> and perform, Tyler? Uh, well, we'd go through, it was called the MACBIDA tour, so it was through, like, the Midwest. So we'd go through Michigan, we go through Ohio. Oh, yeah, uh, the, the the actual circuit marching yeah. band. Yeah. yeah, so we'd go through that, and so, yeah, we'd just sleep in gyms or rec centers, and we'd have beds and all that stuff, and, like, we all knew each other, so... Yeah. Like, it's army it was, barracks basic training time people it's pretty much what it's like is like that kind of stuff so you get yeah you get used to that uh there has been times where we are very rushed and so it's just like wow well, we can't really pull much off so pull off what you can and then you're sleeping on makeshift blankets on a kind of a carpet floor maybe so there's been times where i've had a really makeshift a bed out of nothing but i also uh i've had uh, to do that for work this last summer when I, rented pretty, RVs are your bed, yeah. and you're lucky enough to be in a in the RV as opposed to a tent, I'm pretty. Which I'm was pretty broken, and you had to assemble yourself. 
<laughs> I'm pretty creative, and I can MacGyver a lot of things. So, I've seen you do it. It's actually kind of funny. Uh, one of my skills that I uh, I have gotten from uh, this is from drinking um, <laughs> because I used to no, drink really at house parties a lot. And when you go to a house party, you drink. You're gonna drink enough to pass out. A lot of people pass out at house parties. Mm-hmm. So I want to be comfortable. So I've I've made if I don't get a bed, I, I kind of makeshift stuff and like get some some like uh, blankets or whatever and make I make myself a comfortable bed to the point where I one time I made a bed like out of blankets and stuff and I slept there for the night. And then this is at a friend's house. This is like we're like. 1920 he just moved in i don't think he even had a had a bed it was just mostly an empty house with no furniture whatsoever just a lots mattress of alcohol. on the floor um not even a mattress and so i had to make a bed because there literally wasn't a bed in that entire house um wait there may have been a futon welcome party is essentially what yeah. that it was a single futon uh and so already three people are probably three or four people are on that so i got some blankets Threw on the ground, made like a little makeshift uh, nest nest thing. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, that's good. I slept for that. And like the next day, my friend, he goes and checks it out and goes like, I, I laid on the bed you made. It it was really comfortable. Like, <laughs> I was surprised. I was like, man, I, I make comfortable beds. It's <laughs> some good stuff. So, yeah. I think the most uncomfortable bed I ever had to sleep in was grade nine band tour. <laughs> you bastard didn't you say that was really comfortable didn't i you? lied ah uh, i i was, I've was, slept was in the center aisle of a of a uh um Rump. like greyhound type bus okay. oh but those are the band. most comfortable areas sleeping on <laughs> it, it told them the driver hits the brakes and you go sliding five <laughs> <rows> down. <laughs> that's just fun because we used but, to do that on the bus all the time where we yeah, travel yeah. for a long distance and you just we went too until a kid got a concussion so it became out uh uh against the rules to sleep in the aisle so you had to sleep in your seat oh no man no we'd We'd, uh, cause you'd have two people to seat. And so then what yeah. someone would do, one person would go onto the floor and stretch out that way. And one person would stretch across the two seats. And yeah. we had lots of people sleeping on the floor cause you just get comfortable that way. I, I'd make myself yeah. a little nest in there. You throw your blanket down, you get in there and you color, curl up and then you're just, and you're so exhausted. Nice you can sleep anywhere anyways. You're in a little pocket there. And so, yeah. yeah. But anyway, getting back to grade nine. Um, Ooh. but yeah, that bed was comfortable on the two ends of the, t- of the, of the bed. So his his bed quotation marks uh, or air air quotations um, was two chairs pushed together. Ah. No 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 no. You're no, that's a different time. Oh, okay, never no, mind. No, no. Never mind. No, my bed we, was two cold. chairs. Was two chairs and the coffee table. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, because the two chairs were too short. <laughs> they were those bucket chairs, so they were too short to fit my at the time six foot frame. I know maybe five nine, but still. No, you wrote six. Yeah, but um, yeah. So so because they were like, okay, just push the chairs together. It'll be fine. I've done this before. And I'm like, fine. And I do that, and I kind of stretch out. And here's the fucking thing. It's because Tyler didn't want to fucking share the bed. Yes, because oh, I I slept. Oh yes, because teenage before, boys like... don't share beds. No, no. I I say this because I had to share a bed with Cole one time. And I learned my lesson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cole is not a nice guy to share a bed with. 
I, apparently, I, what happened that time? Was it just because I move, I move a lot? That's what it is. You, you did move. I punch you? Did I punch you or you something? Move, you kind of kick. You, yeah, you, you move a lot, and then you start breathing and making weird noises, and then going. Mm. <laughs> just oh, like that. I, it's because I'm. Oh, I know why then. It's because of, I've and always you start snoring. Yeah, and then I start snoring. <laughs> and then you pull the covers and anything. You're just... You don't know... You don't understand space and boundaries. Well, at that time, sleeping. I didn't. You still don't. Probably not. <laughs> I don't know, did anyone Meanwhile, I can't sleep in a room while everyone else is awake. And... Oh, I can't do that, no. Yeah, yeah. I've seen you pass out in the middle of a busy room. <laughs> but like if everyone else is still awake and up and moving I'm awake and then like but if I can't get to sleep before other people start snoring then I sit there and sleep or stay awake for hours and also the first night in any new place no matter what the trip's for for work, convention, fun, whatever first night no matter what I never sleep well anyways. So <laughs> I think Robert, I think is the most terrible. Like if, if I kick Robert doesn't fucking move. <laughs> I know I, 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 I've snuck cold feet into places in Amanda when she snores. <laughs> <laughs> no, because um, on the last night of soccer con this year, um, I was sleeping on the couch on the, on the couch bed. And Robert took the the cushion, the two couch cushions that I've been using for the past two nights. The Dane bed, as we refer to it. I got the Dane bed that year, uh, this year. Um, but I think weirdly. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, Robert was like he had like I I woke up in the middle of the night, I think it was, and I looked down, and I kind of just kind of I had to get up and I stretched for a few seconds and then I weighed back down. And I look down, and there's Robert. He's stiff as a board on his back, uh, like uh, eye, co- eye covers on, so he like a, a sleep mask on his face. And he's just looking, t- and it's just his heads are like ramrod straight, and his he- with his hands on his chest, and kind of like a kind of like a, just resting on his chest, and just well, looking like a like a dead body. Yes, I I, <laughs> I, I could have put a, a coffin around him, and he would have looked fine. <laughs> Huh. Well, there you I'm go. I'm very good at it. I I don't I don't move when I'm sleeping. He was, and he was dead center in the middle of the pillows, and he had. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I sleep like Toot Uncommon. I'm sorry. Uh, I've I've never I've never actually shared a bed with Rob, so I don't know. I've shared a bed with Dane and John most. And the three of us, we, we've, we've got a thing going. So, like, John oh, yeah. gets one side, I get one side, and Dane just, since he's always the last one there, he comes in at late time, he just crawls right in the middle, and it's fine. <laughs> See, yep. I've been the last one awake, or last one up and moving, and I get back to the hotel room, and everyone's passed out, and I'm like, come on, people. <laughs> and then I have to crawl in the, because I was because I'm tidy, given the center spot in when three people are sharing a bed, center spot so it's like okay now i have to crawl up and try not to disturb two people as i try to crawl in, crawl into bed oh man this ended up being a much more lively conversation than i was expecting uh <laughs> anybody got any uh, last second uh advice for anybody uh 
just starting to go on book rooms and roommates and all that stuff for upcoming conventions. Any uh, any advice you'd like to go and throw out last second? Room with friends mm-hmm. that you trust. That yep. you trust. That convention the same uh, way you convention. You can't uh, gamble on people you've never really met before because some somehow that's yeah. creates See, like friends. friends of friends who have friends to vouch for them. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, that's, like, how, that's, how you, that's how you meet new people. Is like I've heard stories where it's just like, yeah, I, I needed a roommate, and then this person suggested this person, and we're just really good friends now. Yeah, but, but yeah, that, but that's like, because I've, that's I've made new friends. Of a suggestion. This last Kumo, one of our our uh, cosplay judges, it's like, well, we had one who we knew, and then her roommate, like everyday roommate, was also a judge, and also, but we had never met her before until. Hey, she's also staying in our hotel room. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> as, as as long as like, so for me, as long as you have someone that I know and trust to vouch for you, and they then, don't ditch on the bill. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that is the absolute worst one. Ro- room negotiators. Oh no, not not even room negotiators. Those people that go and show up, and it's like, all right, time to pay up, and everybody else does a good job, or yeah, you know, in the case of Are like my roommates here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then I was like, I'll, I'll get it to you before the end of the con, and then they, they're everything, and everything's packed and gone, and they're gone before you they even pay you back. Oh yeah. God, that, no. I've had like several for me, if I'm paying like cash or whatever, I'm gonna pay up front, even if you like. More often, I'm gonna hand you money before you even ask for it, just so I would, that I will it's admit, out of my budget. If I don't yeah. have it, then I'm not gonna accidentally spend it. Yeah. yeah, but then again, like I like for example, this year I almost forgot to because I had to pay in cash, and I almost forgot to pay Robert back until um, he mentioned it and was like, "Oh shoot, I'll go get it." Yeah, but yeah. that was but, like, but then again, Robert trust me, even if I'd forgotten, I would have paid paled him by the time I got home. Yeah. That's well, like that, and that was for, how for the Kumo, came out. I actually put the, the the room on my card, and everyone else paid except Amanda. <laughs> oh jeez, <laughs> but. I know where she lives and I trust her. And we actually came up with an agreement that she would pay for sock or Emerald city's hotel rooms, which for various reasons we didn't have to pay. And then we're comped or we canceled the hotel room for Emerald city. So it's like, you know what? I'm going to pay for your food for the weekend. That works. Yeah. Yeah. Cause by that time I didn't remember how uh, much. much she owed. So, I but yeah, like, I mean, that's, that's trust between between friends. Exactly. Yeah. No. Tyler and I have got a story like that from uh, the previous year's soccer con because. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to remember what the what had happened with you. Is that uh, just um, that when you were in between jobs? Okay. Yeah. I. Hmm. No, it's because you kept getting paid at the end of the month, so you were kind of poor at that time. No. Oh, yeah. Right. Um. So yeah, I got laid off in August. And then I got a new job that paid significantly less, so my income was very shortened. Mm-hmm. Not so to mention, it was a once a month payout. Yeah, because it mm-hmm. was like um, since it was at a car dealership, so since all the salesmen do commission, that means mm-hmm. everyone gets paid at the end of the month. That's mm-hmm. it. Uh, and so it was just like, okay, well, I got paid at the end of the month. You get a lump sum, and then you got to kind of divvy it out for the entire month, which is. Kind of hard to do, 
um, because you feel really rich at the beginning of the month, and then it slowly dwindles <laughs> away, and you realize that it's not coming for a while, and then um, you're eating rice and, and yeah, water. by the end, and, <laughs> by the end of the month, ramen. Yeah, and it was it was paying significantly less, so it was I was wasn't making as much as I was before, and it was just yeah, just those kind of deals. Um, and then this year, around the same time, around October, I kind of got uh, fed up with the job, so I went and found a new one that pays better. And so it all kind of worked up, and then it was just like, okay, well, I still owe Rob money for last year. Um, and then what you just said, I just made you some stuff. And you're like, I'm going to pay you money for the things you've made me. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll, I'll do that. I'm, I'm game. And then, yeah, we were trying to figure out PayPal stuff to pay for this, uh, I guess, 2016. And it just never happened. And then it was just like last day of con. He was like, oh, yeah, we'll figure it out later. I'm like, wait, how much was it? And he told me that the price got kicked down. I was like, well, just so habits, that's exactly as much money as I have left from uh, my um, per diem. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That's the right word, redeem, right? I think that's yeah, right. Yeah, no, that's right. Yeah, um, yeah no, so that was, was like, that was cool. <laughs> yeah, I was <laughs> like, like, oh shit, oh. no, I got that exact amount. Here you go. I part of it was in Canadian. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I got ten bucks in Canadian money, so I mean, yeah, it, you got it's per- like thirty-five cents. That, but, that you know, monopoly money. You yeah. got purple. Yeah, you got purple money. <laughs> Exchange rate. <laughs> I still paid you more than what was owed. I think I paid you. Yeah, because at that seven dollars, it was a hundred and three, so I paid you a hundred and seven. Yeah, but ten dollars of it was in Canadian money, which transferred to, to the bank dollars. and exchange it. Yeah, yeah, no, it it, it was <laughs> paid perfectly. That was actually a really cool surprise because, yeah, you know, it get, getting uh, getting to that point in the in her in the weekend, it's just like these guys have to go and travel. It's like I don't I don't need to worry about it. I've I'm in a much better place than I was last year. The previous year, that was admittedly a little bit of a strain on me because I had just moved and had a huge security deposit I needed to put down on the place that I was staying in. Oh, yeah, uh, I did just, right I just that. did that, too, though. Like, yeah, literally, so exactly. I like, had a move right before con, so I dropped, like, 12 grand on all yeah. that stuff. And I had you know, damage to a tire, so I had $700 on top of that to fix my tire. Yeah. God damn, that was an expensive month. Yeah, no, that that's just it. So like I I knew everything that Tyler had gone through <laughs> right before con, so I'm like I'm I'm not even worried about it, you know. Oh, last year he didn't pay, but we worked it out in other ways, you know. I have no problem with <laughs> accepting exchange of services and that kind of stuff. Services, uh, huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> White Ranger thing, I love it. Uh yeah, but uh, you know, this time around, it's just like, you know, Tyler doesn't need to worry about this. So I, I'm i getting ready to go, and I can't even remember what the hell I was doing. But I'm getting ready to go, and it's just like, Easter, hey, just pay. It was Easter oh, weekend, yes, yes, so yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That was right. I was getting uh, uh, dinner, brunch with my, uh, yeah. brunch with my uh, cousin and uh, my parents, uh, who were also in Seattle. Um, so, yeah, I'm just saying goodbye. It's just like, hey, we'll work this out later. Don't worry about it. I'm thinking, you know, eh, he'll get it to me next month or whenever everything's good and settled down. He's just like, oh, hey, what? how much was it? And it's just like, 
and you went and threw out the old number that had changed like three or four weeks ago. Cause yeah, I, I remember you talking miracle about miracle deal. I, I just remember the first number, which was like a hundred and I was like a hundred. I think it was like 146 or something like that was yeah. the original amount. And it ended up getting down to like 105 or something like that. A hundred. Um, I think it was 103. Something. Yeah. Some, somewhere, somewhere in that like area. That. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it was less than 110 bucks. It was like we got the weirdest deal on the planet. Do not ask me how I did it. It just happened. Um, <laughs> voodoo. Yeah, it, it, pretty much. Pretty power much. Power of um, voodoo. Yeah, power of voodoo and Captain Obvious over at Hotels.com. Let's blur that out. I don't need anybody learning my secrets. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Never. But but it worked out great for everybody and sure enough i ended up collecting from everybody in the hotel room before the end of the weekend which is something of a rare thing for me honestly yeah because yeah. um, there's because there's other people that are were like that too or like uh who is it i think he was talking about james was like he'd be paying last year's oh god and, james james owes me like 500 bucks he owes me for cool. three conventions dang who does dane no, not Dane. James. Oh, James. Yeah. Yeah. No, I remember he, telling you that last year, where it's just like you're, you're you're turning into James, where you're going to pay me last year's next year, and it's just yeah. going to work that way. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, you'll you'll be the new James. Except for you, actually did go and pay through. So congratulations, yeah. you're better than uh, James. <laughs> I, I like to pay through. I like to do that. Just some sometimes shit happens, and then it never works and then it's like i'm always i'm i'm i do that with camping too i'm i'm bad with when we go camping my friends and i go camping and then that also happens the same situation where it's like it takes the whole year and then it's just like oh yeah camping's now in this month you still owe me for last month i'm like oh shit here's the money for last month or last year's and then all of a sudden they get a spur of money and then they can go do groceries and all that jazz and then i owe them money and then that doesn't take place until next year. Next year, yeah. <laughs> so, but it, it, it's kind of weird where it works out where they then get the spur of money from last year's, and then they can go and do groceries and all that stuff. So, I don't know. It, it's it's not a good habit to have, but it, yeah. it happens. Well, it's sort of kind of a pot that happens to to Refill pay for year. that year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but, it's just a year behind. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess just to go and cap this thing off. Uh, you know, it's great to be a McKenna or a Cole. It's okay to be a Tyler as long as you're as good a man as Tyler. You know, that's yeah, the important yeah, I, I thing right there. In my yep, character. exactly. But never be a James. Never be a James. Yes. Never be a James. <laughs> but in any that's case, though. Uh, like, yep. Yeah, yep. yeah. Is that all of it, I think? I, I think that's it. I think it's time for the uh, my favorite theme to go and happen. Uh, McKenna, would you go and hit the switch, please? switch that's on your left lower right there right next there to the lamp what is a fandom movies tv anime web series anything can become one but the internet has made them into something more. Wars have been fought over whose fandom is the greatest. Families, friendships, and marriages have all been lost in these battles. Every week, we see who has what it takes 
to be the best. It's Rob's Stone Cold Pick of the Century for this week. Let's see who has what it takes to be it this week. Oh, well, it looks is, like this is already I, turning out so fun. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, I'm just gonna say there. that I'm. Do, yep, yep, that was the intro there. <laughs> uh, yeah, congratulations, uh, you've uh, replaced me. Yep, yep. You you flicked a switch. You have now replaced Cole. <laughs> That's it. That's all you gotta do. So, Robert, Rob? what is it? Yes, yes. Welcome to Rob Stone Cold Pick of the Century for the. What the, what the hell is going on here? Someone hit the DJ. Holy crap. What? <laughs> Who dropped that? <laughs> Where? Is that oh, it? Robert, Robert dropped a beat. Holy shit. <laughs> God dang. It just went like... Jeez. I could have came out of nowhere. I was looking for Skrillex. Like, holy shit. Yeah, jeez. He's right over there. Jeez, that haircut. Oh, no. Jeez. If we upgraded the zombie band, I don't know what's going on. I literally thought that was one of the zombies that just had weird hair. I I have a concern. Gentlemen, I have a concern. Did I miss something? Yeah, you uh, missed something. Yeah, you missed something. All of a sudden, when you were doing your 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 intro, all of a sudden you cut out, and all we heard was boom, 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 boom. boom. <laughs> yeah, it just reverbed on itself, and it was just like it was it was so tight, so dank. That was so dank. Oh damn! Dankness. But anyway, well, do you want to try your intro again? Yes, yes. Welcome to Rob Stone Cold Pick of the Century. For this week, also known as the fan of the week. Yeah, because it was just before you said for this week, and that's when the beat dropped. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, no, that that was the definition of a beat dropping. <laughs> and I'm leaving that in, goddammit. Oh, please, please do, please do. But anyway, but anyway what's going to be leaving in, 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 in is one of the special effects. Not to mention Batman oh, in Hollywood. Hold it, hold it, hold it. <laughs> Holy man. <laughs> you just went. You just went auto tune, dude. <laughs> yeah, you just did it again. <laughs> do me a favor and do an internet resync. <laughs> Doing it right now. <laughs> wow, this is a musical episode. <laughs> that just got way too intense. <laughs> I cannot like, wait to get this back. It's it's almost like that episode of South Park where Randy is uh was uh editing. And all of a sudden, it turns into Royals. Has anybody else seen that, or am I the only one? You're the only one. Okay. You're the only one. Aw, I was on Facebook, too. It was funny. Yeah. All right. Uh, am, am I back? Do I sound okay? Yep. A little okay. tiny, but... Yeah. That's normal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it probably doesn't help that I don't have my snowball uh, out right now. <laughs> oh, that's why, probably. Yeah, yeah, I'm just on... Uh, I'm on my good headset, which has not been a problem in the past, but uh, I don't know. It's probably just the internet connection. All right, so getting ready to cut me back in. Yep, and where do you want to click in? Hmm. Uh, uh, just, right here. Right, just, I'm going to start right now. 
And yeah. now that was Rob with hey. his spitting hot fire of his new album coming out next Thursday. Rob, take it away. Yes, that's right. Uh, some hot licks off of my new album, uh, the Kevin Smith Projects, which coincidentally happens to be who we are celebrating in the fandom of the week this uh, this week. Yay. We're, uh, Yay. Yeah, going to just talk right. a little bit. Of, yeah. Yeah, going to talk a little bit. Who's Kevin uh, Smith? Who's Kevin Smith? Uh, you mean the, <laughs> the writer? The actor? The director? director? <laughs> All around fucked up guy? Yeah. Big ass nerd? Yes. And happy and happy go lucky stoner. Yep, that's right. That's some of that married up. Yeah. As he likes to put it. <laughs> I still don't know how that happened, but. God damn it! He gives you he gives nerds everywhere. Someone had her. sex with that. <laughs> there is living proof. There I'll is an interview. Uh huh. But anyway. Yeah. So, uh, the reason why we're going and doing this, uh, Kevin Smith, he's had some uh, delves into television writing in the past, but. Nothing that's really gone on for a long period of time or stuck or recurring pieces. Uh, next week, he's going to be, or he both wrote and directed an episode of The Flash that's coming out. Mm. And he was actually, all- he was, sorry, he was actually in Saskatchewan a couple weeks, about a month ago. Oh, really? Well, yeah, two, he was down two, in Moose Jaw. Five, five, year, five years? Hey, 16, 16 years? Okay. Shut up. <laughs> he was here about a month ago um, scouting for one of his movies. Hmm. In Moose Jaw. Interesting. Oh, yeah, because his, his current set of projects are all set in Canada. Yep, and he's That's like, right. I can actually yep. film in Canada because he wanted to film Tusk. Or what was it, Tusked? Or... Yeah, yeah Tusk. Tusk or Yoga Hosers. Which one? <laughs> uh, he wanted to film Tusk in Canada because that's where it's set, but he couldn't end up doing it, so he had to film in North Carolina. Hmm. Interesting. So. Didn't know that. Uh, but yeah, so anyway... Uh, it seems like he's finding more regular positions in television because this is already a guy that is a movie juggernaut. I mean, oh god, yes. he's been really, around for a while. Yeah, you don't you don't need to go and look too far to go and find something that he has either co-produced, co-written, directed. The guy really is twenty five years. Twenty five yeah. years. <laughs> yeah, he's he's yeah. an amazing man and. Next year, it's already been confirmed that he'll be writing multiple episodes and directing for The Flash again. So I'm really happy for that because he has said before that he doesn't like doing action sequences, mm-hmm. and to for and and of course he's a huge comic book nerd, going back to when he was a ch- very young, and of course he owns a freaking comic book shop, and. He and he said before, like the fact that he went in this and they're wanting him back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that like, is something. He went huge. up and asked, "Hey, can I can I direct an episode?" And they're like, "Yeah, sure, fine." After one, you want to come back for more? Oh, hell yeah! <laughs> yeah, I mean, the episode hasn't even aired yet. That's actually quite the compliment. It's not just, "Hey, people really like this episode. You want to come back and do another one?" We like well, this like, episode a lot. Will you come back? <laughs> yeah. So, like, because uh, my roommate and I listen to Hollywood Babylon, which is the podcast that live show podcast that he does (laughs) one of a million (laughs) uh yeah that he does with um ralph german which is you know him as the voice of everything Um, (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry but like so like he was talking about working with 
it's a cast flash where i mean because the show's been around so long everyone knows their character so there's very little directing to be done um so it's a it's a little more exploration and a little more forgiving for for say like a kevin smith who is such a big fan that he was freaking out oh my god i'm on the the set of flash yeah But yeah, no. um, yeah, and Hollywood Babylon is was per, is personally one of my favorites. I haven't listened in a while. I really got to get back into it. Yeah, like um, so, like because yeah, my roommate yeah. and I listened to the most recent one on the drive back from Portland today. So mm. it, it had me in stitches. Like I was squeaking. It was yeah. Why did you tell Hollywood people? Babylon humor? Huh? Yeah, why don't you tell people a little bit more about Hollywood Babylon in case they haven't heard about it? <laughs> so, we can so both it's their do that. podcast and, and live, sh- and they do lo- uh, they record it live. Um, Which comedy club was it again? I don't remember. This last one was from Vermont. Oh um, yeah, but they they usually yeah, yeah. in they, a comedy they have club. A, uh, yeah, the Improv or whatever. Yeah, at the, at the Improv. Yeah, they yeah. used to be at. What was it? It was, what was the stu- the dumbass's name? He was an asshole. Um, it was. Yeah. He used and to be on was- SNL. He used to be on SNL, and he was in another. I can't remember. Yeah, you're gonna have to be way more specific than that. There's been I'll a lot. Of- I'll, I'll was it yeah. Leatherhead? But, but- yeah, it was a football yeah. movie. I, I know what I know what I know what the movie is. But it yeah, had so- uh, George Clooney in it. Yeah. Yeah, but, but so Hollywood Babylon, him and Ralph talk about Hollywood and movies and nerdery, and they have a bunch of regular bits, and they end every episode with the segment, How Big is Liam Neeson's Cock? Oh, I love that. I love that sequence so much. I know that one. That was, that was, and, and they, was always they so fascinated it. with it. And, 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 and of course, like, it's all fun. Uh, like jokes suggestion it's all jokes and it's all sent in sure. by the viewers i know it, i thought it was yeah because it's all done from they they're they go Liam to Neeson's a tumblr cock. page com. yeah Liam Neeson's cock. Com, and hey guys, they just promoted you recognize yeah. us yes Hi. and they uh <laughs> they look at it and they're like okay this is what we're doing and then they start reading off about half a dozen or more like one of my yeah. personal favorites is Liam Neeson's cock is so big that he tripped over how big is it Oh yeah, there we go. Um, he was having take. He was taking a sh- uh, taking a shower in London, and he tripped while coming out, and he ended up in New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, shut up. That's not that's not a moon. That's Liam Neeson's cock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> May the fourth force be with you. May the fourth be with you. Yes, exactly. Are we going out on Sunday? <laughs> going out on Sunday. Just, uh, Maybe Monday. <laughs> <laughs> the 8th or 9th. So, yes. Happy Mother's Day? Mother's yes, Day. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> yeah, I've been having a little bit of issues right now, actually, for the last uh, last episode. I haven't been able to get on on iTunes because my server had the guy... The, nah, I don't need to write that. Yeah, yeah. We, we don't need to know the details. I was wondering because I wanted to record and share with my roommates. It, it, it will be on... It will be on, it'll be on, it'll be on YouTube, so... Um, yeah, ooh, yeah, it's actually should be on YouTube by the end of this recording. So uh, everybody's already caught up. John Lovitz, John Wait, Lovitz. Yeah. There we go. Love it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ah, there we go. John yeah. Lovitz couple, Comedy Club, and then there was issues. Anyway, yeah. he is an asshole. Well, uh, yes, yes. All right. that was, that's Hollywood Babylon. 
What other Kevin Smith projects are there? I'm going to jump into my other, the other one, uh, yep. which is Jay and Silent Bob Get Old. Mm. Now, Jay this personal... So far, it's all been just their podcasts. Yeah, I, <laughs> I love... Actual, but their actual work now? What? Yeah. <laughs> no, but the thing I'm is, talk Kevin about that stuff. Yeah, but actually, Kevin Smith is a very, very good talker. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like, when he's allowed to speak. <laughs> <laughs> And like he's like he is a true born storyteller that is very he's very good at his craft. I can easily say that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jane's on Bob Get Old was started as a prevent as a, an addiction cure mm-hmm. for Jason Mews. Uh, mm-hmm. Jason Mews has been addicted has been addicted uh, to drugs and alcohol since around. Um, I think he had the first his first short snort of cocaine when or no yeah first snort of cocaine when he was doing mall rats, mm-hmm. and his mother was pre was um, a crackhead and everything like that so he was predisposed for addiction, and he essentially moved from drug uh, drugs and alcohol like heck through most of the of Clerks the original, um, Jason was actually drunk on blackberry brandy. Mm. Uh, so Jay was very drunk during that, but throughout he he had uh, gotten sober for for movie shoots and then would immediately go and spend said money on drugs and alcohol. And after a few years, the relationship between Jay uh, and Kevin got so strained that they ended up separating for a while due to the fact that he didn't want he wasn't allowed to go see uh kevin's fam uh, daughter he wasn't able to allowed to come over because he didn't want uncle J- he didn't want his daughter to see uncle jay all messed up mm-hmm. so um then a few years uh, about what was it maybe 12 years ago now he got clean um when he met his just before he met his current his uh wife and they, um, because he wanted to, he stayed clean there. And then he ended up having dental surgery, getting, um, I think it was pain meds. And he ended up getting addicted to pain meds, um, even though he had six years. And he, and that went on for about two years before he was caught um, by his wife and Kevin as well, who had led him back into his life for those six years. Then proceeded to essentially, if when he finally went clean again, they they've been using the podcast ever since to tell the story of Jay's life, his his sobriety, and the stories of him being coked out of his mind and looking for drugs, mm-hmm. or in or various drugs, moving from heroin, cocaine, Percocets, like a little bit of oh, and oxycodone, mm-hmm. and. This is essentially his way of being, um, what's the word, accountable to more than just his family. He now has thousands of people that keep track of his number. And will, and it's become a, a thing if you see Kevin Smith and no, not Kevin, uh, Jason Mews on the street, like, doing something. Uh-huh. And like he's um, and is not like around a podcast or anything. Um, it has become commonplace. And if you're a fan of the show, to usually ask him, "What's your number? And what's your how many days?" 
and that and that helps him stay accountable. And he's been doing that for the past, I think it's been five years now, six years. Mm-hmm. Very, very good show. And and it's also kind of a lot of the stories are funny, but a lot of them are are not. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a fair amount of serious stuff. Oh yeah, and then and then they bring back the funny. Oh yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, sorry for the ramble on. It's I've it's been a while since I've watched the show, but the fact that you can get funny stories out of both of them is always yeah. like it's it, it's always been fun. Yeah, Tyler, your turn. I don't know. I never made it past uh, Smodcast. 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 There we go. That's the correct. There's a D in there. I never. I, I personally don't listen to the Smodcast either. But no, that's the one I did listen to. I listened to that when they started that one, and I listened for about a year. But then it got. They just kept talking about sex a lot. <laughs> this is Kevin yeah. Smith. I know, yeah. but like more so. Than normal, and I guess I was just so, not. So, so the 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 general anal jokes for, and dick jokes in Hollywood, Babylon, not your thing. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I was going through some stuff at the time, and I was just like, I don't need to hear this, so I just stopped listening to Smodcast. <clears throat> but that's all. That's like the only podcast I actually listened to was Smodcast, and like they were, uh, what the hell? They had they were sponsored by. Sex toys. Which sex toys were they? Yeah, they were sponsored by sex toys. Flashlight. No. Um, yes, they were. They were sponsored by Flashlight. Not at the time I was listening to it, Cole. Uh, they were sponsored by... Oh, I can't remember what it's called. Angel Angel something? Oh, yeah. It, it was like a sex toy site, so it wasn't just Flashlight. It wasn't the brand Flashlight. It was like a full sex toy site. But... Uh, yeah, because that was the whole point. It was trying to be raunchy and all that stuff, and they'd have um, their produce. Uh, God, what's his name? Is um, Mosher. Yeah. Either way, he he's the guy who like produced all the movies. Uh, it was Kevin Smith and him met in film school, and so he became the producer, and Kevin Smith became the director, mm-hmm. and that's yep. kind of their friendship, and that that's that. Uh, but I'm going to talk about probably their actual movies and such. Oh. I was going to get. I was there. wondering when this is going to happen. <laughs> yeah, because like I like their movies. I do uh, too. Like, I just like get old better. I can't think of I like I don't watch their podcasts at all. Um, and like I've fallen off of uh, Kevin Smith quite a bit now, compared back to the old. Like it's the old stuff I really. Uh, listen to or watch I guess watch uh, is the old stuff I really watch because I remember first thing I saw was Jane Silent Bob Strike Back which was just a lot of swearing and I thought that was funny <laughs> it was, was 2001 it was the dark age of cinema yeah and I was probably like 12 or 13 when I watched it so it was pretty damn funny and then I saw like I think one Look, day um, yeah I know I got you go um, and then one day, I think I saw it on TV was Dogma. Uh, oh, and I then, actually haven't seen that yet. <gasps> Dogma's so funny; it's great. I know. I watched. <clears throat> yes, um, Dude, his channel. <laughs> He's so not allowed. I watched podcast. Yeah, yeah. So like, Dogma was just kind of on on TV at the time, and I was just like, "Oh, what's this movie?" And I just flipping through channels, and all of a sudden, I see Jane Silent Bob in another movie. I was just like, <laughs> "Wait a second." 
what's going on here? I know those here? characters. Yeah. This is back when I was probably I was probably 15 when I saw that on a movie. And then that's kind of when I started figuring out, oh, these these characters, Jay and Silent Bob, are in other movies. That means all these other movies are canon to each other. They're all in the same universe. Yeah. And that's kind of where I found out about, like, uh, Mallrats and Clerks and Clerks 2 and uh, Dogma and Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Um, I guess that's kind of the only movies they're all in. Oh, uh, Chasing Amy. That's the other one. Yeah, Chasing Amy. Yeah. So, uh, so... So, so... My roommate is a big Kevin Smith fan. He's who introduced me to Hollywood Babylon. Because mm-hmm. we, we would drive for work. Because he was my boss at the time. And we'd drive for work. And when you're driving six, eight hours for work... You listen to podcasts, and so it was Hollywood That's Babylon. what I did for the first con. I dr- I listened yeah. to my favorite podcast for four and a half yeah. hours while I drove. So it was several years of driving and listening to Hollywood Babylon before you discovered that I hadn't actually watched any Kevin Smith movies. <laughs> <laughs> so this December, uh, when I was flying to Texas for work, I acquired myself a copy of dogma oh i like um, that it's a good movie i, I like it and watched Mall my first kevin smith movie then and love i love dogma uh i love the whole story and i love the characters and it, how it's in the greater universe and i really really you, you you know you're a cosplayer when you sit there and you find a character you want to cosplay in a movie um <laughs> I, I actually cost, saw like, I saw Silent Bob actually at um, at SoccerCon this year. Huh? Yeah, there was yeah, a Silent I, Bob walking around. He was like, "I'm for looking my for my heterosexual, yeah. yeah, heterosexual life mate." I actually sent that picture to Kevin Smith, and he liked it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, so like so I watched Dogma, and I want to cosplay God eventually. And I know our friend Smidge wants to do Jay, so we need to find her a Silent Bob, um, at some point. For hmm. our dogma cosplay group, That's um, funny. but yeah, and then after that, roommate sat me down and watched to watch Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, and then slowly I'll add more to that <laughs> to my uh, watching of Kevin Smith projects. Um, Mallrats is really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. like roommate owns them all, so it's it's more of a sitting down to do it. What, and, what else? So like, uh, and also like. Back in February, I was sitting at a bus stop in Linwood, which is north of Seattle, and I, I like I watched the Washington version of Jay, Jay and Silent Bob walk by me. <laughs> <laughs> Tall, skinny, with blonde hair, slightly shorter, pudgy, dark hair, and they're both wearing plaid. And I'm like, that that's Washington Jay and Silent Bob right there. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? The- and it's Linwood. Okay, fine. <laughs> that, that would be the equivalent, wouldn't it? <laughs> I, I'm just sad that I wasn't able to snap a picture of him. <laughs> so I want to talk about, um, I think it was before he started doing the podcast, he had, uh, like, he still does talks and everything, but he had, like, three big talks, which was, like, The Evening with Kevin Smith, uh, Evening with Kevin Smith 2, and then sold out a three-evening with Kevin Smith, which I... 
tended to watch a lot. That's back, this is when I was in my 20s, so it was about 2010. Uh, my friends and I watched those a lot, and Kevin Smith became really popular to our group around that time. Uh, so we were watching all his like talks. We were watching all his movies. Uh, he didn't really have podcasts yet, so we weren't listening to them. Um, but did anyone ever watch Clerks the Animated Series? Yes! There we go. Yes! Yeah. I will talk about something different now. Continue. <laughs> what about the newest animated movie? His newest animated movie? Does he have a newest animated movie? Well, technically Jay does, but anyway. Oh, it's a, yeah. But that, that, that's but, not but Kevin Jay, Smith. We're talking about Kevin Smith project. Well, Kevin Smith, that's not Clerks, the animated series, Cole. Well, he's Have you watched animal, Clerks, the animated series, Cole? Yes, and it was a failed series. I'm well aware of that. So you watched it? Yes. All of it. What happened in What was the second episode? Tell me what happened I in the second I don't remember. Episode. It's been years since I watched it. Rob, tell me what happened in the second, second episode. episode. The second episode was a clip show telling you about everything that had gone on in the previous season. <laughs> it was beautiful. They were like, why are we already doing a clip show? We're only on the second episode. <laughs> they were so far ahead of their time. It was an amazing show. Uh, and ABC, they aired two episodes and then went and said, yeah, this isn't right for us. It just went and pulled it. It was on ABC? That's originally where it aired, yes. Wow. <laughs> Why, uh, why would they pick it up in the first place? That's the question everybody's still asking today. No, they're asking that question. They're asking why the hell Alec Baldwin went and signed up to go and play the role of Leonardo Leonardo. <laughs> Leonardo Leonardo. There's yes. a giant, like, L for a tower, and that's where yes. he stayed. And then there's, like, the episode, that I guess the first episode where they're trying to climb up it, but it's actually the flat part. So, like, they turn the camera, and it's like, oh, wait a second. We're not actually climbing up this. Because they had to break into it. Oh, why did they have to break into it? I'm forgetting oh, now. I'm trying to remember. Because um, Leonardo had opened up another shop that was threatening to go and put the quick stop out of business. All right. Uh, yeah. There was something about him trying to go in and slave humanity. I mean, it's... <laughs> Yeah, this no, it was. This was as disjointed a script as you could get, but it was the perfect pilot. Oh God, it was. And then, and then at the end of each uh, episode, they had like uh, who it was. Charles Barkley. Yeah, trying to do some like science health kids stuff is like, hey kids, want to learn some things? And then like Jane saw him, Bob are coming here. Was like, get out of here, Charles Barkley. You're not doing this script part. And then they talk about how to do like safety. It was like those after school safety about science and stuff, and it was. <laughs> Oh God! So Joe says it was great, and it was actually voiced by Charles Barkley. Yeah, just like <laughs> he actually they... was still a big name back then. Oh yeah, what they had six episodes. Six episodes. Yeah, man. Oh God, that was that was just something. I, I don't know. I'm sad that it only had six episodes because it was it was it was a funny show. Was was they come out in the nineties? Yeah, yeah, that was. Oh God. Um, oh, actually, I stand corrected. I, ju I just went and looked it up here. Here, uh, original. Early uh, Yeah, the the first episode release uh, was May thirty first of two thousand. Okay. Yeah. So as back when the nineties were still. Yeah, the early two thousands yeah. are still kind of nineties because they didn't figure things out yet. Nineties yeah, adjacent. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, <laughs> the nineties culture was still alive back then. Yeah. Believe it or not, kids. <laughs> so that's crazy. That's crazy. 
Uh, I don't know. That's that's all I got to talk about. Is like I like the movies, and I've seen things like the animated series. My cat's kicking stuff off the bed. Ah, what what does Rob want to talk about now, though? Oh, that's a that's a great question there. Um, okay, because I was going to talk about Clerks the animated series, so I love how that riff happened there. Boom! Uh, so. Yeah. I got you, bro. I got you, yeah, fam. No, yeah, yo, <laughs> no, you prompting me for the episode two synopsis, man. That that was having my back. That was. Oh. <laughs> we could talk about like uh, how he did some. Um, what he did that cop out movie. I I actually know failed. exactly what I wanted to. <laughs> cop out. That was that was still it, a his hit. recent stuff. Uh... Yeah, cop yeah. out really wasn't. It was more of a flop. I've heard that. I've heard, and he even does. He hates that fucking movie. Well, just because it wasn't a good movie doesn't mean that it wasn't or wasn't a theatrical hit, though. No, 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 no. Um, it was. I don't think it was. Cop out. No, thirty-seven Amy was. Thirty-seven Has million. Any of those movies been yeah. successes. There have been a couple of successes, but this was actually one that was a legit success because it's even got a sequel that's coming out. Uh, really, be- from the project. Yeah. Really, because if you ever ask him about it, like any, like oh, he'll did you go, ask uh, him about it. No. <laughs> Yeah, but, no, I, but I but I know McKenna will agree with me that is that when he's ever asked that in a Q and A he's like, Arr. yeah, we're not no, going to talk about that one. Yeah, yeah. we're not going to talk about that. Yeah, thirty-seven um, million. Yeah, thirty-seven million dollar budget, fifty-five million dollar box office return, and that's before any of the syndication stuff. It's mm-hmm. that was actually a hit. Yeah, oh, I call that, that was a success, all, not a yeah. hit. Yeah. But yeah, well, financially, it's yes, a hit. Y- financial yeah. success. It yes. made back. Yeah. A, it's budget, for for yes. the people producing the movie, it was a hit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was also a February release, which is typically a pretty hard time to go and get into. And I'm looking here. It was number one for three weeks uh, on the U.S. release market. And that uh, there was no international release on that thing either. So, I mean, that's just solid box office return there. Yeah, there's so, only one reason, though, why um, I remember. Who, uh, well, who was the freaking lead in that? I remember he was a dick. Bruce Willis? Uh, yeah, Bruce yeah, Willis. Bruce Willis, Willis and Tracy dick. Morgan. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He's he's one of the worst people to work with in Hollywood. Oh, yeah. You know, I remember because he was going to do his football series with Bruce Willis and was going to ask him to be part of it. But after the very first day of filming, he was like, nope, never. I'm not asking him at all. Fuck that shit. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sure. But anyways. Yeah. Uh, all Actually, I know is you, like you got me thinking about that. Um, I just looked up all of his box office returns. Um, <laughs> as far as uh, as far as actual dollars grossed, that actually is his big hit. <laughs> yeah. We. Although technically, chasing Amy was really good. Well, that was well, a really good movie. But here's the thing: that one had. That one has a very high percentage of return because it only cost two hundred fifty thousand dollars to make, but yeah. its actual box office gross was only twelve million, and that's adjusted for inflation, so it must have been a lot lower than that. But still, that's that's a great percentage on return. That's like my big fat Greek wedding. That's one of those ones where that one's going to maintain. It looks, uh, yeah, that actually is his highest percentage increase in revenue, but not his actual largest dollar pull. Yeah, yeah. So and I don't like, think he really cares either. So. Yeah. He, yeah. Well, he that was so early in his no. career too. He, he's moved on to art for art's sake. So yes, <laughs> which I'm very happy about. Well, because like the whole thing was when he was uh, actually cast in uh, in Die Hard. 
is like mm-hmm. how he met Bruce Willis, and then Bruce yep. Willis is like, "Hey, you're from New Jersey. I'm from New Jersey. Let's do a movie together." And then this uh, is a cop out movie together ever. <laughs> cop out <laughs> was a, a a movie that he actually didn't write or anything. He just directed, and that was it. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was for the first time. That was, I think it was the first movie he did that wasn't one that he wrote. He just directed. I, I thought he did help write Cop Out. No, he didn't. Okay, no. he helped re, he helped fix it. Like from the original. Oh, he helped script. fix That's Die Hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I remember because the scene that he was in, Bruce Willis hated it, and he and Kevin Smith rewrote the entire scene. Yeah, because it was supposed to be kind of where all the information was, and it was just kind of really messed up. And so that, that's all that. So. Um, but I guess cop out, I don't know, like, yeah, financially, if you make more money, you make your money back plus stuff on top of that, you're going to get sequels. If the movie's a shit movie, as long as it's making money, then that's, that's how it goes. That's how the movie industry does. It's a business. So if you make a movie that's not good, but as long as it makes a profit, then you're going to see more of those movies. Um, those indie uh, movies that are all about writing and, and are really make you think and all that kind of stuff. They don't really make money. Uh, they get you awards <laughs> and stuff like that, or they don't really. They go. You watch them for free at the those. Or, uh, or, indie or you shows. make them for your fans, like like Tusk. <clears throat> mm-hmm. The Where, Tusk started as a friggin' joke. It, it started <laughs> as a tweet. No, it didn't even start as a tweet. Like the fact, you you know the story behind the yeah. whole damn thing, right? It was yeah. a friggin' gem tree ad in the freaking England. That was like, uh, which literally was the whole concept of the thing. And he was fascinated by it. So he was like, should I do this? And people were like, uh, Tusk. Yes. Uh, yeah, uh, walrus, Tusk. yes. Walrus, no. Yeah. And people were like, yes, yes, yes. And he did that all, all as a joke. He's like, nah, I probably won't. And then somehow it he got into it. amount to anything. And then it. He did yeah. anyway. It did. Yeah. Kitten, you're not supposed to play with that. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> like. Apparently, his wife read the first draft of it, and she was like, this is probably the scariest thing you've ever written. Yep. <laughs> That's the whole and, premise and of yeah. his movies, though. That's like and, also written a and the fact film. that it's written for teenage girls. It's written for his daughter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the whole, the whole Canadian series is written for teenage girls. And Johnny Depp's daughter. <laughs> yeah, so, like, Yoga Hosers is starring his and Johnny Depp's daughters. And, yeah. <laughs> oh my god this whole thing has gone off the rails you know what a little bit we yeah, have, I think we we have covered everything well, rob no. is happy rob is say, satisfied uh-huh. i gotta say the whole fact that that's how he got into movies is about getting together and making movies with his friends and that's that's the whole th- evidence of clerks it's because clerks was low budget they just kind of made a movie together with his friends and that was the whole point Yep, and, and so that's kind of what he does now, still. Yep, and the yeah, fact that got he... Got a little bit and then came back yeah, to it. And just the right persons ended up seeing it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But anyway, right. I guess that's the end yeah. of your thing, Rob? Yep, yep, that's the end of my thing. So uh, I think it is time. Uh, McKenna, would you summon the zombie band? Summoning the zombie band. Why would she summon the zombie band? Well, I don't mean like literally summon, like to open up the door so they can get in. Uh, yeah, I'm only yeah. A, a, an apprentice necromancer. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so we might one day be able to stop paying Ebbs for this because she's eating <laughs> all of our all of our ad revenue on YouTube. She's she's eating it all up. Why did you sign that contract? 
I didn't I, cold it. I did oh. not. Then who the hell signed it? I don't know. It's not my signature. Oh, damn. Robert was she the one who freaking invited her onto the podcast. <laughs> but uh, I blame Tyler. I was the one who invited. Yeah. Wow, we, we all got played, didn't we? Yeah, yep. we did. Jeez. I wasn't here yet. No, no, you you had yet to assume the role of the White Ranger. All right, <laughs> just let the zombie band in. We got to get this thing going. <laughs> okay, well, I'll get them queued up. They're, they're there. They're tuning their strings and their drums and their xylophones and their epiphones and their tubaphones and guitarophones. All their phones. They got a lot of phones. Their homophones. Homophones. Timpani phones. Flutophones. I don't know why they all have phones. They're, they're, they can phone it in. Huh. Okay. On that <laughs> note. One, two, one, two. Ah. It's time for Tyler's Anime Corner. Now in Tyler's Anime Corner, once a week, I, Tyler, ask a question about anime. And my friends come up with an anime to fit that question. Sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it's scary. Sometimes it's just plain weird. But what it always is, is very enlightening. This week's question is, which love story stuck with you the most? Now let's see what my friends come up with in this week's Tyler's Anime Corner. Okay, okay. Hi. God damn it, Rob! My my my, my kitten, but uh, she jumped in my lap and she's sharp and. Okay, so wait, wait. yeah, that's what I was thinking, Rob. I only just looked at it now. Hey, I I wrote that down several hours ago. I know, I know. That's exactly what I was thinking about when I was writing this question. Uh, yeah. So I I got nothing else. We're gonna talk about the same thing, Rob. Let's do I it. Guess. All right, all right. Let's let's go and tag team it. So, uh, do, do you want to say the name or should I? Uh, how about how about uh, you get the first word, I get the second word, and then we say the third word together. Okay, okay. You, you, you ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. Ah, uh, my goddess. God. Oh my goddess. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I guess I'll start off with this. Sure. Um, this is kind of a weird one because it's actually had a couple of different anime incarnations. Uh, it's based on a manga weirdly published by Dark Horse and has been for like 15 years or so. Uh, you know, just a really weird case going and seeing a Japanese manga published by, you know, that American retailer of all people. Um. I found that I back know, there's a from, couple of comics from Dark Horse that I actually really like. Like a lot of video game comics come from oh, yeah. Dark Horse. Oh, they so. make some great stuff. It's just weird to going and seeing this Japanese created and produced thing that's been published there even before the anime trend really got started. It's yeah, I don't know. It, they seem to do anything that's odd and different like that. But I guess like that's this is this is I'm this is not really my genre of watching like kind of love story stuff. But this one really stuck me like when i finished watching it like when i finished everything i got like that, that kind of hollow empty feeling afterwards of like finishing like a good book or something like what do i do with my life oh and, my like, god that yeah it's i normally don't get that so yeah. it was it was something it hit me 
Th- this one killed me, unfortunately, because um, back when I was really starting to get into anime and started doing the convention deal, uh, Oh My Goddess had not premiered as a series yet. So I had the manga, and I found out that they had made an anime, and I did not do any research into it to see on how long it ran. And it was under the title of Oh My Goddess, which I don't know if that was a mistranslation or what exactly happened. But, I think it's just kind of the same because I think there's another one called Oh My Buddha that yeah, has yeah. no relation whatsoever. Yeah, no, not, nothing to do with it. it um, but I found out about that and ended up picking up the two DVDs for it, which in total made up like six episodes. It was like Clerks, the animated series. It was so good, oh, but gone way too quick. Uh, and it's really well produced and the dub for it because the dub was done in like the 90s. It only came out on DVD in the mid two thousands, but the dub was done in the nineties, and it was really solid. More nineties didn't it come out in two thousand five or something? That was when Ah My Goddess came out, not Oh My Goddess. Hmm. Yeah. No. This, at least if I'm remembering correctly, hey, this is a weird one because yeah, you had uh, Oh My Goddess that came out originally. And the manga was still really early when it was produced, so they only had a couple of stories, and they actually just, you know, made their own ending, which was really sweet and makes you want to cry. It was like an OVA. Yeah. Oh, I never watched the OVA then, so I don't, I don't know that one. I just, ooh, it's it's good, but I'm not sure you want to watch it if you've already seen Ah My Goddess. Um, yeah, because. Here's the thing. I'd actually argue that the OVA is a little bit stronger with the writing uh, than what Oh My Goddess had going for it. But I think part of that just came from the fact that they really did cherry pick the right stuff to go and put into it. And I think they had a little bit more freedom because it was only going to go for so long. There were no plans to go and do uh, second or third season like what ended up happening with Oh My Goddess later. Um which the manga was still going at the time that those were produced as well. I'm still waiting for them to go and do uh, the final arc of the storyline uh, in animated form, but I don't know if that dream's ever going to come true or not. But Probably for any- not. Probably not. Oh, yeah, I, I really th- like this. That's, that's like my dream of seeing a School Rumble Season 3. It's like, ugh. Okay, the manga's over now, but it's also been like 10 years, so... Oh, they had an OVA come out in like 2011 to 13. Hmm? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm just looking up Wiki right now. And so they have an OVA, three episodes, came out. It aired 2011 to 2013. Because, like, the last thing I remember was the movie, uh, mm-hmm. which was Fighting Wings. Yeah. Uh, I, I called it a movie. I guess it may have also been an OVA. I don't know. I, I uh, think that was an OVA, but that one, I think you could put it all together as a movie. I don't know if that was, like, broadcast format thing or what, but... Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know where I'm coming from. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no, yeah, continue, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah I probably so should what go about with the ex- love story in it. Yeah, well, this, <laughs> oh, this, yeah. oh my <laughs> god, the plot. Yes, the the plot of this one can basically be summed up in a couple of sentences. You've got a very lonely college student. Who wishes he had a girlfriend and he meets a goddess who comes to grant him a wish well and thinks he, that he's being pranked he calls he gets yeah. a call from the goddess helpline yes yes <laughs> and so it's like it's god which is kind of like a machine that calls people 
and yeah. like like a telemarketer and ask them to get a wish or something mm-hmm. and then so he goes yes because he wants yeah because he's having like uh, uh i guess depression and sad and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff and so yep. he gets a call from this angel hotline and then uh, they send out an angel to consult him for a wish and immediately upon meeting this angel he was like i wish you could stay with me forever and, like that's the first thing he just kind of says like it's yeah. not even him thinking about the wish he just kind of off the cuff kind of says that and yeah. then that that that's it that's the wish right there and then that's where the whole thing starts and now this angel is kind of just living with him and angels no uh how this how they kind of move the plot along of like right now he's living in a dorm um by himself that's supposed to be all males but then all of a sudden he's got a girl living room so he gets kicked out of the dorm um and then a bunch of bad stuff happens to him but the reason angels actually attract a lot of good luck and so they had to get rid of all this stuff and then all of a sudden he's living in a uh, he had, he's just walking down the street and like this Buddhist temple needs some people to look after the Buddhist temple. So basically he gets free room and board at the Buddhist temple just for doing simple chores of like cleaning and looking after the place. And then a bunch of other good stuff happened to him. And then it's just a lot of, um, I want to kind of say school life because he's going to school at the time. Um, or just like slice of life and just kind of weird uh, situational stuff happens that kind of throw these two together and uh, they never really kind of fully fill the love story thing but it's always very heavily implied I guess yeah uh, that's uh, I don't know maybe it's because I read the manga but oh my god is the series it ends at kind of an awkward point unfortunately because the whole series, and I definitely file this under slice of life, because it's not. Even though the, the ah, this is so hard to go and describe. Like they even got though, supernatural stuff and stuff. Like well, there, they got supernatural is, yeah. entities, and then there's like points of people wanting to uh, change the whole setup of what's going on. Like bring her back. Like they have her sister show up or relatives. There's demons and angels, and there's this whole god aspect of all that kind of stuff. But it's still kind of like the main underline is this guy and girl just kind of living together and getting used to things and having situations happen that they just kind of have to overcome, be it mundane school life stuff or some kind of demon coming to kill them somehow. Yeah, it's just such a weird genre breaking series because... I would generally describe it as slice of life, but yeah, I mean, there are some weirdly intense action moments that pop up. Oh, God. (laughs) Maybe some coming of age, maybe? Definitely some coming of age elements to it. It covers so much territory, and it's so well put together, and the characters in any one of the incarnations, part of it is that they're very simple, but they always come through so well and so genuinely, and I just love it for that reason. Anybody can get into this series. I really do believe there's something for everybody here. And what's weird about it, because I know a lot of guys that won't watch a lot of romantic stuff. And even though there is a very strong romance element to this, it's never really beating you in the face because they approach it from so many different angles. Because sometimes it's just being comedic for the sake of being funny. And sometimes it is delving into this stuff. But there's always something that 
doesn't necessarily break the mood, but goes and changes the viewer's perspective enough that it never feels like you're being bombarded with this really heavy love story the entire time. It's it's so good, and I still stand by they need to make a third season because I need I to know. go and see the actual resolution of the romance. In see, that's, 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 that's the thing right there. That's the thing right there is they keep teasing it. It's always yeah. constantly being teased, but they never fulfill it or anything like that. So I think that's a whole thing that keeps people going is it's like it's just kind of on the cusp of it being a romantic story where it's just like uh, that age old of actually trying to get, um, I guess, someone to like you or, or getting along with someone that way where you want it to become a romantic relationship, but it's never quite there. And so that's the whole thing with the main character is that he's always trying to do that. And he's just so close, but it, something always kind of goes a little off and then it never really peters into something more than what it already is. And it's just kind of always, oh, gets you right there. Quit it. Can, can, can we just go and leave it at, watch this damn series, people? <laughs> Also, he's got a really thing for motorcycles and stuff. I do love that part, too. (laughs) And then there was, like, uh, there was, uh, I guess, Flights of Fancy. um, Yeah. I don't know. Fighting Wings, I consider a movie. Like, I consider that a movie. Um, I guess they had another movie, too, that had to do with ghosts and stuff. I think that had to do with ghosts, right? That one had to do with ghosts, right? The movie? Kind of. Yeah. That's... Or maybe that's like an OVA I'm thinking of. That might be an OVA. I, uh, it played like a movie. I'm pretty sure it was an OVA, but it played like a movie. Yeah. So. yeah. It's been a while since I've watched. Like, this This is... Oh, oh my God, this is one of, like, the... When I was starting to get into uh, anime, this is, like, one of the first ones I watched. So, it's it was a while... It's been a while since I actually watched it. Like, 2000... Oh, God, when did that come out? 2006, 2005. So it was probably 2007 or 8 when I actually watched it. No, yeah, yeah, 2008 or 9, around there. Okay, all right. It's been a while ago since I've watched it, so I kind of want to refresh, but I kind of don't because I know how it will make me feel. Exactly, yeah, no. (laughs) Let somebody else go and have emotions. (laughs) Yeah. Because it's just it's just like that. So yeah, that, that's ours together talking about oh my goddess, ah oh my goddess, oh my goddess. Yeah. We we are tag teaming really hard tonight. I, I am so <laughs> and we're, we're on some wavelengths. There. Yeah. Um, Cole, Cole, Cole. Mine's Cole? gonna be very fast. Okay. Um, very very similar. To, I I I've never actually watched an anime that actually has any love story in it. To be totally honest. <gasps> Um, unless you count Sword Art Online, so <laughs> he's only seen like five animes. Okay, so it's a lot. Sword Art Online is one. Um, Take a drink, everybody. The Great Cooker is one. The great, not Great Cooker. What the fuck am I saying? Food Wars. Food Wars. Food Wars is one. Cooking Ramen. That's two. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh. You watch Yu-Gi-Oh? All of Yu-Gi-Oh? From start to finish. Um, Yu-Gi-Oh GX. I watched it as much as I could until I couldn't find any more fucking episodes. Um, I'm currently watching you watch Yu-Gi-Oh! Yu-Gi-Oh! through like the whole Egyptian arc too, right? Yeah, I watched the entire original series. Shit, shit dog. That's intense. That is. Took a while. Okay, you get some you, you, you get some points there. Yeah, no, that's that's a mad like, thread there. <laughs> it's hard going back and watching old episodes. I'm like, you no. <laughs> you don't play it like that. You don't play the game like that. 
Um, but that's not how the force works. Okay. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, that's not how the okay, power. Stay up to four. Um, Pokemon. <laughs> now. Pokemon. Um, going through from the first season all the way up to about halfway through Sinnoh. Okay. So that's about five seasons there. Uh, Digimon. You got Digimon. I got Digimon, all the original series, plus a bit of the second. Okay. Um, I didn't watch Tamers. Oh, I know. I don't think anyone really did. Um, I don't, I don't think anyone really watched that, X either. So. That was the one with the fo- tall fox. Yeah. Oh, uh, no. Retmon or whatever the heck it was. That, that's not Tamers. That's... I thought that was Tamers. Is that Tamers? I think it is. Yeah, because I, re- I watched that one. I really liked that one. Hold on. I, I got I to gotta look this up now. But anyway, um, oh, that's, um, that's after three, or that might be three. No, that's after that is, three. Well, three is the one he just described. Maybe I don't know. Um, trying to remember whatever episodes of uh, other animes I've watched. Oh, okay, yeah, Tamers. Tamers was season three, so okay, yeah, yeah, that was the last one I saw. Yes, same. I'm watching Zexel right now for Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah. right now, actually. The newest season. The newest uh, things. Yeah. Newest. You're losing some credit now. Yeah. Uh, eh, I'll, I'll still let him get away it's with not, it. It's that not was... the best. I just watched it because it's like, eh, it's there. It's all on on Netflix. Why not? Yeah. It's and on it's... Netflix? Okay. Um, anyways, so you got Yu-Gi-Oh! We'll, we'll count that under Yu-Gi-Oh! Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're down to five now. <laughs> Trying to remember now. <laughs> There's a lot more than this. Did you count cook, both cooking? Around? Yeah, we counted those ones already. Yeah, like the cook, uh, food wars, uh, cooking. Counted that. Ramen men. Yeah. Um, Yu-Gi-Oh. Digimon. Yeah. Pokemon. One. Sword art. Sword art. <laughs> yep, sword art. Up to six. I know I have more. I watched a little bit of Blue Exorcist, but not all of it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, no one's faulting you there. No, I watched all of it, so mm-hmm. settle down. <laughs> and the movie. Mm-hmm. So you're up to six, man. Come on. So as we know, I've never watched that. Um. Watch there's the probably there. I think there's like two or three more. I just can't remember them. So yeah. you've watched it's less below than ten. ten. Yes, less than ten animes. You can count them on both hands. Yes. Yep. And yet wow. the second goes on every week, and he doesn't watch any more. I know, right? <laughs> I try. <laughs> Do you? You, you? you can't keep listing the same ones every week. <laughs> oh, Naruto. Okay. Naruto. Okay, All yeah, right. that's right. Uh, all right. How has he gotten? Okay. What are we up? Episode 16, 17? How many episodes are we up to now? This uh, is 14. 16. How is you it? named? How how you only have like seven animes yet? You've you've been on this <laughs> for like that many episodes. Okay, that's it, Cole. You have to watch Princess Tutu. No. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I refuse. No, I'm, I'm Unfortunately, just, it is not on Netflix, so I have no idea where you could watch it. Son of a bitch. Uh, I sites. think I've watched more. I just can't re- Oh, <laughs> Full Metal Alchemist. Duh. Uh, oh, okay. Full okay. Metal Alchemist, of course. Okay, yes. eight. <laughs> I just keep remembering more. Um, let me look around there. Oh, One Piece. Okay. Okay. Probably really far behind, but most people Very are. Very far behind. Yeah. Everybody's far behind when it comes to that show. 
I'm not. Uh, I'm up to date. They just finished their uh, Des Rosa arc with a uh, flamingo. Oh. So asshole. yeah, I'm up there. Yep, the asshole yeah. that gave everybody con bird flu. <laughs> oh, yeah. Still coughing up pig feathers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or as I we like to call it, One Punch Man's hit wig. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh. Uh, but yeah, okay. um, but going from that, I, I, I'm i pretty sure there's a couple more. I just can't remember them all. Yeah, I'm sure there's love stories in there, but... Probably. Mm-hmm. But we'll settle with SAO, because that's a <laughs> solid one. Yeah. Okay, th- that's it. I don't get... Nah, whatever. Yep. <laughs> For anybody that couldn't tell, Cole's not much of a romantic at heart. <laughs> oh, don't even... <laughs> I give up. I give up. <laughs> <laughs> So the most romantic story you've got is Sword Art Online. It's not even that good, like that romantic. I'm like, I don't watch romantic. What are you talking about? He almost dies for her. Come on, Cole. It's like you never (laughs) watched it. Did you watch? Did you not watch it? I watched it. (laughs) It played in the room he was in. I don't know. (laughs) I I God, I watched that entire show in one night. Food Wars is one. Like I know food's nice. I watched that in one night. You can't remember the love of food? Come on. Just... Dude, have you not seen Potato Dono and the sacrifice that he made for us? <laughs> oh, God, well, I think I just broke very good this time, so. But any who's. Okay. Yes. Let's move on. Can, can we talk, talk about mine? Yay! So I realized I did a horrible job of describing this one last time I'm on, and since I'm rewatching it, uh, Princess Tutu, which let's see, is it's about a duck that's turned into a girl that then turns into a magical girl, Um, and all the characters are part of a like storybook that has then escaped the book. And are continuing the story. And some of them are trying to make sure the story happens as it's written. And some of them, like Princess Tutu, are trying to make a happy ending. Because the original story didn't necessarily have a happy ending. Um, so, it's a magical girl anime. Um, and it, 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 I, I, fa- I just found this out today. That the manga, which is just two volumes, is actually considered a shonen manga. Oh, yeah. I would not have called that. And I like thinking about it. I'm like, oh, it's probably because there's sword fighting and courtly love and princes being good princes and knights being good knights and all of that. Right. But yeah, I wouldn't have called it as a shonen, (laughs) to be honest. But yeah, so... Duck uh, is the main character. Um, it's Princess Tutu. She loves the prince, but if she confesses her love to the prince, she'll turn into a speck of light and disappear. Um, and so that's her whole struggle is she wants to tell the prince, save the prince and tell him that she loves him, but she can't. <laughs> and by the without spoiling it too much by the end they figure out a way of they figure out a way that everyone gets a happy ending mm. um 
so mostly because they go away from the book author's real story and the author is the more the main villain of the whole darn thing but yeah so I just the 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 love story without uh, being able to express that she's in love with him, and the prince doesn't have a heart, so he doesn't even know what love is. Um, <laughs> it, it's a, it's a very interesting thing to watch in a magical girl anime, right? Mm-hmm. And it's all wrapped in the very pretty ballet story but yeah that the the love story that's doomed from page one right it's it's she's and she can't help but love him because she's the princess and the princess loves the prince right because <laughs> it, it very much plays on the 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 brave knight the evil raven, the, the the princess who loves the prince, and the prince who loves the world, so he sacrifices himself. So, it plays on all of that. And it's pretty, and has pretty music. <laughs> so that's my love story. Mm-hmm. By the way, you can add Sailor Moon to the list. You watch mm-hmm. Sailor Moon? I watched uh, it when I was younger. That's uh, mm-hmm. probably not really watching it. Yeah, we'll, we'll let him count it since his, uh, his, his library is... His so is slim anyways, yes. Does that make ten? No. Uh, I think nine? we're at nine. nine? <laughs> yeah, nine. yeah, we're at nine. Oh, <laughs> Hold God. on, can we come up with one more before we end the corner? I'm, I'm, I'm rolling down the list here. I, I pulled up Crunchyroll. Uh, let's see here. Um, Genshiken, uh, Kenichi, uh, Gadguard, oh. Gatekeepers... Nope. Eureka Seven. Uh, Cowboy nope. Bebop. Escaflone. Oh, um, Fully Gurley. Gr- Come uh, on, it's only four episodes. <laughs> what was it? Gurn Logan, I think it was. Gurn Logan. Yeah, I think. I yeah, I watched a couple. Of, I was watching believe that with my roommate. Believes in you. Gurn Logan. You watched a couple. Of, that's the one where your drill will pierce the heavens. Yes. I I I Don't remember just watching the first couple episodes of that. Yeah, they talk about the drill piercing the heavens in the first couple episodes. It's it's a big I, point. I think I skipped like the. I think I only came in like the third or fourth episode. Something about a hot springs. But anyway, I, I six. That. Um, oh, six. Okay. I yeah, I've only watched like the first three episodes because the darn thing gave me migraines. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and and mind you, we were watching on a big like theatrical uh, movie theater screen. Because we were we were borrowing the the film department's room, <laughs> uh, um, but yeah. So like watching Grin Lagon on or Logan Zach or Bell, I, I I watched a bunch of episodes for that on a big ass screen. It's trippy, man. That's one I don't see very often. Is Zach Bell? Ah, uh, yeah. It was okay. It was weird, but it was okay. Yeah, I think that one came out, I think, a little too early because I don't know if people necessarily were able to appreciate the weird Creat- quality Creat- behind it. <laughs> yeah. Like creatures from another world that are fight that are don't remember anything but are fighting to become the king. Mm-hmm. Okay. But anyways, that yeah. should be the end of the of the of the anime corner. 
All right. Yeah, and I guess it could be. I don't know. Yeah. Cole, you're the guest. Don't don't overstep your boundaries here. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I'm going to say my section of my I section. Think you don't have a section of my yeah, little. No, no. <laughs> it's McKenna's McKenna's gaming table. Yeah. Oh, oh goody. <laughs> so so anime corner's done. Uh, McKenna, take your section away. What, what do you want to do with it? Does she know how to open the? Does she know how to to, to activate I, I don't it? Know. Can't I like have take some time to come up with my own way of opening it? Okay. You want me to play some music or something? <laughs> and just kind of do whatever. Yeah, sure. He's got this figured out. I forgot. I forgot. It, it's funny that we've been doing this for the last little bit. And I completely forgot that I got kicked off the episode for the as, yes, as, as, right. as, a, as a host for this week. That's right. That's You're right. A guest. <laughs> I'm a guest on my own freaking podcast. Okay. <laughs> Go. Uh. Okay, let's uh, let's get some music going here. What do I got? I've got um, here. Let's. What's this? Oh, this sounds fancy. Oh, there you go. Just say some things. I don't know. Some things. Uh, Talk about and stuff. Um. Is it getting intense yet? Something like, uh, what, what's what's the topic for gaming this time? Uh, quick, everyone, tabletop gaming, like pen and paper, old school D and D. Okay, so if you're <laughs> here and you like some tabletop gaming, yes. stick tuned and see Stay and see what see what you bring to the table. Say, say that line. Say well, say, say 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 what you. Uh, let's say, see what you bring to the table. Yes, that. <laughs> you have to say it. No, no. Hold on, hold on. Let's just pause the music here. I am let's not a good go bard. Through. I do not let's... do this well. It's okay, it's okay. We're just going to script something out for you in the next 10 seconds here. Okay. I will okay. agree. This is technically better than opening up the trapdoor to my basement. <laughs> <laughs> Your humility is truly appreciated there. All right, Trust all right, me, so I'm well aware of how creepy that fucking theme is. Trust me on this one. <laughs> All right, so what, what's McKenna going to say? Well, Hello, like, and welcome to my gaming table. Welcome to the gaming table, where we play games on a table. Um, right, right there, that's perfect. Just say ta-da. that. Uh, uh-huh. Do you like role-playing games? Because we're going to talk about role-playing games. Playing games. And share ridiculous stories that happen, because they always happen. <laughs> so let's see what you've got to bring to the table. So bring your best shit to the table. There you go. That's that's all you have to say. Yeah. Ta-da. Yeah. Do, think you got that memorized, or do we need to actually type that out? Well, he actually typed it out for me. So kind of. <laughs> I stopped partway through. Where we play games on a table. On a table. Let's see what you bring to the table. The table, table, table thing. Uh, where we play games and talk at table. And. Talk about all <laughs> our crazy shit. Because there's always crazy. Oh, that's the wrong kind of R. Hour. Hour. <laughs> Hour. Well, it was misspelled anyway. <laughs> oh, wow. That was terrible. Go for broke. Go for all broke. If it ain't broke. <laughs> This is the best bullshit we've ever done. Okay. 
Three, two, one, go. Bullshit. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to my gaming table, where we play games on a table and talk about all the crazy shit that happens. Let's see what you bring to the table. I'm just grooving now. This is good. <laughs> this is the most epic thing we've ever had. Okay, music's done. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so... so any, anyone got any crazy tabletop games? Game stories? I was oh, actually... Guys, I, I was uh, thinking pause for a second. Pause. Okay, we're good again. Okay. Yeah. Tabletop stories? Anyone? Anyone? I kind of have something written there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, I'll I'll get this out of the way because I've got one tabletop experience, and um, I pray to never have another one ever again after it. <laughs> okay, then go ahead. Um, one and done, huh? Yeah, yeah. I got uh, I got dragged out to a uh, to a D and D game when I was in high school. Hey. Where's the Mountain Dew? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I didn't fire magic missile anybody. Um, <laughs> my friends went and you know made up a character sheet for me and started playing. And at the time, I'll admit I had a bit of a Mountain Dew addiction, like <laughs> most people going. Into... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like most people really? play. Yeah, I know. Amazing, a shocking concept, isn't it? Uh, but uh, yeah, so we had got a whole bunch of two liter bottles of Mountain Dew. And I mean, there was like 12 of them and I'm not exaggerating saying 12. I'm pretty sure there were exactly 12 of them. And we got started around six or seven o'clock. It was a Saturday night. Uh, <laughs> and we finally stopped when the rooster, cause this was at a friend's farm. Well, friend's house. It was also on a farm when the rooster started going crazy at like 6 AM the next morning on Sunday. Yeah. We like, What's wrong with that? Yeah, that, that's um, average. It's a D and D game. game. <laughs> nothing, except for we realized, oh wow, like twelve hours have passed. Why am I <laughs> feeling colors? Oh, and that's when realized we had, you had drank stuff. all of them. We drank all twelve bottles. There was only like four of us. We polished off twelve bottles of Mountain Dew. <laughs> I have yet to have a Mountain Dew since. Like, I cannot. I had a sip a couple of years ago and wanted to throw up. <laughs> that that yes. was my one and done tabletop experience. Welcome. Congratulations on having a very stereotypical first try at D&D. Yeah. Gee, well, geez, Mountain Dew. Thanks for fucking up someone else's tabletop experience. <laughs> <laughs> there was some shit that went down in that game, too, that I would rather not recall. I'm sure it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't until my character got turned into a woman. What's so bad oh. about that? It's what oh, they did to me afterwards. So? <laughs> <laughs> There's been weirder stuff that's happened in, in these games. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Sh shall I share anyone else? Yeah, go ahead. Go first? Yeah. Um, your corner. Like, or your table. I, I, <laughs> it's my table. Um, like... So, this was a couple years into doing D&D &D on a regular basis. We actually formed a uh, 
non uh well i guess we were official because we were able to schedule rooms but so a D club in college mm-hmm. um and so by this was after i went to europe where and came back so several years of playing D D every saturday for <laughs> college um with the we start at noon and we end at when everyone has to go home to do homework the next day <laughs> um and so i play and so my character was a bard and it's fun that's he, funny considering what you just said like, i know i make a horrible bard um in and in true bard fashion, in every town and every day, he would seduce any woman he saw. So, like, oh, you were and, okay. You were playing a guy, and and occasionally there were guys who fl- slipped in, and on one memorable occasion, a cactus. Okay. Um. <laughs> And so he would he would seduce and sleep with as many women as he could. And in game time after, uh, I think we charted it out, it was like three months in game. Like, the characters were on this adventure for three months. In character time. Um, he slept with nearly 200 women and men and a cactus. Um <laughs> Cactus. Okay, he he had some because of how prolific he was. He contracted multiple instances of some magical STDs, and like our DM uh, actually drew up uh, charts for me to roll to see if I contracted an STD and to see what the side effect or the effects the symptoms oh you were doing were. the roll version oh jeez yeah we were we were rolling rolling dice all of it um so i would so like there were okay roll to see how many women are interested in you roll to seduce out of that number roll to seduce in that pool and then okay the next morning you wake up with three S- three new stds uh the cleric was pissed <laughs> it was it was a morning ritual to go hi how are you um clean my junk <laughs> um but yeah so suffering under auditory and visual hallucinations my character slept with a living thorny plant so generally like sentient plant so we generally call it a cactus um so, yeah, he was so prolific that out of the 200 women, he had 150 children, offspring. And when we got to the religious center of the world, declared himself a god and was accepted. And so that character, because of his epic nature there, our gaming group inducted him into the Pantheon. And in future games with that group, you could actually be a worshiper of that character. Oh Jesus! <laughs> that sounds about right. And like, that's... so I had to write up, uh, tenant like, the rules of being a worshiper of this character, and 
Like, okay, are you going to be a wanderer who goes out and spreads as much seed as possible? Or are you going to sit down with one partner and make as many babies with that one person as possible? Or are you going to take several wives and thus propagate that way? But the one big thing was if you sow a seed, you have to take care of that seed. So (laughs) to use euphemisms there. So... Because he came from a, a country or a nation, whatever, an area where you had to have a lot of kids because most of them were going to die because conditions are so rough. So spread the seed, see what happens, right? Yeah, so I actually ended up playing a character that was his godly offspring in another game. I've also played a, a, a game where a character's only weapon was a butter knife. <laughs> Hi. Okay. I've. I know it's my table, but I'm. Everyone else gets to play too. <laughs> Anyone else have a st- story to tell? I can tell. I can tell you a D and D story as well. Um, just not long after I finished, um, or started playing D and D, um, I actually met my current roommates, um. Because my the GM, who is now my roommate, um, invited me to his game, and I made an uh, Elven Ranger that I had used. And at one of the very first things that we ended up doing is that we were clearing out, we were looking for a missing cat mm-hmm. for this gnome, this gnome, gnome noble in this city. And what she failed to mention to us was said kitty was a dire cat was a dire uh-huh. tiger uh, that she rode around yeah. and someone had stolen it and we found out it was actually beca- uh, fr- with an illegal ta- um, an exotic ta- um, animal yeah. tannery mm. no tannery mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so we busted through the door broke, da- uh, broke everything and killed all the guys and, except for one who I think got away and we uh, saved the cat, but we were like, but one of my the other characters um, wanted. We were talking about it. it. Was like this woman just uses this animal as like a, a uh, as a mount, riding around doing nothing, and it's just like this seems seems like a poor life for such a noble uh, animal. Noble yeah. animal. Uh, let's lie. <laughs> So we looked around the illegal tannery and found um, a skin that looked very similar to the cat we that, that was that we saved. Um, then proceeded to walk, uh, turn in the mission, and fail it by saying, "I'm sorry, we were too late," and handing the hide over. Mm. Um, then proceeding to break into the local government office. And forged ourselves a license to have said animal. <laughs> yeah. So um, our seekers, uh, our so we ended up having a elven hunter that ended up now having a mount, a kitty mount that he rode around on. Mm. So if I'm understanding this nerd talk properly, yes. I'm the only one that. Pissed blood after my experience. 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler, yeah, what no, about I you? Mind you, I've gamed with a horrible hangover and with nursing pickle juice. So I've, 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 I've done it. I've done it after doing a night shift on a Saturday morning. <laughs> after being awake for more than twelve hours, at yeah. uh, starting at eleven, adult, so starting at ten o'clock in the morning, and finishing at one o'clock in the afternoon or two o'clock in the afternoon, and needing to go home immediately to go to sleep. Or, hmm? I, like, I've gamed with two different groups. One that meant on Saturday, one that meant on Sunday. Oh, you so I would game from noon on Saturday, maybe get four, like, until eight, sleep for a couple hours, and then get up and game all day Sunday. Now, the question is, when did I do my homework? In class! That's when <laughs> I did my homework. <laughs> but anyway, Tyler, your yeah. turn, I guess. Ha. Huh. Uh, I I don't know if I have any stories like that. Like, uh, how about fucking around in my game? Oh, I don't know. I guess that's just that's just. I still I still think the Brulog Blaster joke is one of my favorites. I don't know, man. You you say those are all crazy things. That's the day I came in and messed up your game and flipped all the tables in a server. Oh, For me, God. that's just a that's just a typical Saturday. <laughs> you you better t- you tell the table flip and do fl- you tell the table flip story then? It's- I, I don't know. Um, we were this is a Star Wars game, a Star Wars R- RPG game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was I was playing a Twi'lek at the time. Uh, uh, Tarquin Sh- was his Shaq. name. Tarquin Shock. Tarquin Shock. Shack. There we go. Not Shock. Shack. Um, he's kind of like an adventurer. I when I first made him, I was like, I'm gonna go for Indiana Jones, but then he turned a lot more mechanical based because we constantly needed things fixed. So I was just like a scout adventurer who uh, fixed things and got through life and survived. So yeah, it was cool. Anyways. We were in some kind of server room with a bunch of tables. With in the middle of up. a hut palace, you were saving uh, Devin, my brother's character. Yeah, there you go, Cole. If you want, see, there's your first problem. Oh. You were dealing with huts. <laughs> yeah, and so I wanted more cover. So I was like, "Well, in the movies, they flip the tables. You flip the table so you get more cover, so you're not getting shot down or lower or higher or anything." Uh, I was like, "I'm going to flip the table." And Cole's like, you can't. I was like, I'm going to try. Okay, roll. I roll. Um, we kept on trying and trying. I think they were bolted down, weren't they? Yeah, they were bolted to the floor. <laughs> and then I'd be like, well, fuck, I'm going to try and use more strength. And then I kept rolling. And then to the point where I actually did start flipping tables. But now now I was doing it out of spite. <laughs> so I managed to fuck do Fuck you and fuck this table. Because I think I was telling other people to do it, and then they couldn't do it, and then I went in, and I rolled, and I rolled properly to do it, and then I was like, okay, now I'm going to jump over this table I flipped to the front, the one in front of it, and try and flip that one, and so I successfully. There were six desks. There were yeah. six desks. I think I flipped three, and then I threw Someone a grenade. Another two. No, no, no. You flipped three. James, I think, flipped another one, and another person flipped another one. Ah. So and then I had to one up them all because I flipped the most tables, but then other people were starting to flip them. That I had to throw a grenade near someone else, uh, but the grenade 
instead of landing like right in front of them, kind of landed around them and then rolled, because that's how the grenades work in that game. And it rolled underneath a server bank. And so I blew up the server bank, and then that flipped over. So I also flipped the server, too. So I was just <laughs> flipping all the things. So that's how I went up to everyone, because they one couldn't flip tables, which I could do, and then they started flipping tables, and I was like, well, now i got to show you how to do the biz. Yeah. So that's a story. I, I, I find... The, the Star Wars games have much shenanigans. Because I once had a Gungan. As, as much as everyone hates on Gungans. Who got mm-hmm. Peyton balls. <laughs> <laughs> and so it went... Misa wants balls! And... Because <laughs> um, Gungans throw those energy sphere balls, right? Mm -hmm. That's one of their weapons. And so her method, her preferred method of payment was those balls. (laughs) And so that, that became a thing. Yeah. When we, we, Hey guys, um, just, we had a little bit of a issue with the recordings. I'm not sure quite what happened. Things started looping back on it on themselves. And then proceeded to not work. Um, So we ended up losing the outro. So just to to talk about, um, we do have a SoundCloud. So that is at Sakura Rangers on SoundCloud. So Robert will have that in the link of the description in the YouTube videos. We are still having a little bit of issue with iTunes. So, well, I'm having a little bit of issues with iTunes, unfortunately, due to server issues. But I'm working on that and I'll get it done as quickly as possible. And, of course, we loved having McKenna on for a second as the replacement White Ranger and me as the guest. But in any case, uh, thank you all for once again joining us. If you could uh, put a thumbs up on the video on YouTube or just um, upvoting on both either SoundCloud or iTunes, whatever you prefer. Um, and, of course, leave five-star reviews and, re- and comments wherever you can. And we'll be happy to have those, re- those comments and read them. So thank you once again for joining us for, on We Are Doomed, a Soccer Rangers podcast. And we shall see you next time when we all get together to do random shit and talk about things. Uh, take care and we'll see you next time.